know Moto Moto? No. Do you, you don't know Moto Moto? He's a character from uh, the movies Madagascar. Oh, yes, yes. He's yes. a hypopotamus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, He's man. like Moto Moto. Are you calling me fat? No, I'm saying... You have a fat uh, voice. Uh, hypotho- <laughs> hypotho- yeah, you have a fat voice. <laughs> you can be a voice oh, comedian. I'm not sensitive, okay? okay? This is not a... He's Cameroonian. Checking my feelings. I don't give a fuck. Oh, okay. And he's Republican, so he's used to being... <laughs> Are you still out. using that title? I was never Republican. But you like to represent the Republicans. My ideas are in line from what other people say or think. I'm actually very, very centrist. Like, hardcore centrist. That's How- a very unbalanced echelon that you have if you're centrist. Are you centrist people. or are you more like Macron centrist? Like, are you more like French But centrist? also, I'm not a victim. So Black Lives Matter idea... All my favorite ones. That's why as soon as you... They again, are or they're not? They're not. Got you. As soon as you like, this thing doesn't align with me, they just put it as a Republican. But okay. I'm not a... I don't care about... So they're calling they, they call a Republican like... Uh, by, def- by default. By default. Okay. Okay. But by definition, they flipped. The Democrats and the Republicans changed their values and principles the last exactly. 20 years. From so the like Clinton, you, yeah. you can say you're, I'm a, I'm a you're Clinton, in an original exactly. Democrat. Democrat. Exactly. Yeah. A, That's classical Democrat. Yeah. a classical Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Are you American? Nope. Okay. He's so Cameroonian. Basically, so basically, you're conservative. Oh, that's actually yeah, pretty. That's, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not Republican. Yeah, I'm a conservative. Yeah, because sure. there's no but, one Canada. Yes, and exactly. we can say, so you're basically African. Exactly. There you go. So do you get offended when they call you African? Nope. Okay, so... Because he is. No, wait. He's Cameroonian. So this is where this pod... Because this is not a regular pod. This is a round table, right? Okay. Nobody's going to be guiding necessarily the conversation. Sure. But the reason why I actually brought all you gentlemen here is I had an issue explaining to people immigration or uh, association to a country, a culture, religion. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So around us right now, right, we have a Tunisian born Mm -hmm. living in Canada. Mm -hmm. You've only been here seven Seven years. Seven years. Okay. You're a Cameroonian descent, born in Cameroon. Yeah. Been living here. 20 years. 20 years. Your child is Canadian. Yeah. Right. Chad, who has the most (laughs) interesting. No, because actually I didn't know. You taught me so much on that last part. It was dope. That was amazing. On an educational point of view, I was fascinated and it baffled me how I didn't know about these things. Yeah. Like, I know a lot of things about the United States, but the Canadian side of it all, I was mesmerized. Yeah, it's a hidden story. So basically, I'm like Afro-Canadian, as Afro-Canadian as you can get. Like, there's no going back home. Like, Canada is home. Like, there's no going back home. Furthest I can go is Nova Scotia. That's like, that's where my ancestors are. Nova Scotia. Damn. So. Yeah. Is is that because you can't retrace it, or you're you're saying like I can retra- I can retrace if it. If you retrace it, it's from here. I can retrace it, but it gets it gets so it gets so um, murky because of the Atlantic slave trade, okay. mm-hmm. right? And then yep. you got to think that once you got to America, you had to come through Canada through the Underground Railroad, so that's like a legal okay. immigrant, okay? Right? So, and we're talking about like the 1800s, yeah, you know, like mid 1800s like whatever whatever the time was did you actually do the 23 and me or whatever i did i did ancestry.com okay so i know that i'm from west africa okay. i know i know like it's west african and french right but i mean it goes back so far that french because his mom is okay well your mom is my mom's half quebec well french canadian and haitian okay right mm. so that's another mixture <laughs> but there's there's a french in both 
In not necessarily. Like in, in, West, in, in, West in Africa? Haitia, there was West like a lot of French. Yeah, but he's from West Africa. No, I'm yeah. talking about, uh, you, you said your mother is... My mom's half, half, half French Canadian, half Haitian, and my yeah. dad's... So my yeah, dad. that's double so, French yeah. there. And then the Haiti, black Haiti part is from West okay. Africa. No, 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 no. So basically my mom is my mom is half French Quebecer, half mm -hmm. Haitian. Mm -hmm. And my dad is Nova Scotian, black, black uh, African-American, uh, African-Canadian. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that. So it's like 50%. African Canadian, twenty five percent Haitian, and then twenty five percent French. Okay, you're actually the first Black Canadian that I've met. That's of, what I said. But it's a bunch. Because I heard about. Okay, you heard the myth. That's how it racist. That's how it racist. Like a I myth. heard about you guys. I heard. Of, I was about to say. Like I heard about you counts people. Counts yeah. Farfadets and dragons and. and uh, but it was always like, yeah, yeah, those Black. Canadian, whatever, yeah. black Canadian, but now I'm actually seeing one right in front of me. It's like fascinating. That's what I was baffled by. Because especially me meeting African Americans or Asian Canadians or whatever, Canada and United States, that's the big, big mm -hmm. majority. Yet this is their country. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know many of them. <laughs> but maybe because they're not they don't stay here in Quebec. The most, well, of, the, most he's talking about Nova Scotia here, right? Exactly. Most of them are actually outside Quebec. They're most most of them are in Toronto, Nova Scotia, um, you know, Calgary. The, the Remind me, do you know the, the about the population? The of population yeah. of we've mixed so much that there's no like purebred oh, wow. like I think, yeah, I think I've never Like they were the very first one that I met because they're either Haitians or they're exactly. from African American, Ca Caribbean, yeah. Caribbean, or yeah. even African Americans. It's rare that you're going to see them in Canada. Yeah, like African, yeah. like real African Americans mm -hmm. with like with like Kevin Smith. Like yeah, it's yeah. rare that you'll you'll see them in Canada, and if you see them, it's because they're most likely Scotian, like they're they're African Canadians. Okay, you know, okay, so like my last name is Ash. So like obviously it comes from that is from, the coolest last name by the way. It comes from uh, it comes from. Uh, is it really Chad Ash? Yeah, that's yeah. like my real name. Jeez. You see, when you see the name first, you don't see black in any way or form, and then when you see that it's not made up, especially because he's an artist, you're like, exactly. oh, it's okay, it's artistic that. name, but no. no. So yeah, so that's it. So like black Canadians. I, I like your both faces. You're a bit baffled. At this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, like. I, like, why are you talking? Or we, like, I'm thinking like... Okay. okay, so look, 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 look. Imagine you guys, right? Think about like four generations down. Yeah. If you guys stay in Canada. Mm -hmm. That's basically what I am. Okay. You get what I'm saying? True. But so, with not the technology to follow up your journey. Yeah, exactly. Exchange right? My grand, grand grandfather was this guy. He did this. And They'll then. be able to know you had it. You have an Instagram. Yeah, you exactly. Twitter, you know what I mean? Imagine the 1800s. Yeah where their paper trail disappeared because they were on the Underground Railroad mm -hmm. and they just were trying to survive in a way. Yep. It's like trying to find the, the origin of the indigenous people here. True story. Right? They were coming from Asia, from whatever the, the theory is, Mongolia, whatever. But trying to actually go back now today, it's hard, you know? It's impossible, actually. It's But very yeah, hard. I have a question. What happened to the Underground Railroad? Uh, what happened to it? Yeah. I don't know. Well, like, basically, did, basically, did, did you they could cross... them? No, they, they, you could cross the border eventually. So, What do you mean? So they so, still, so they like still do exist. No, no, no. They Physically don't speaking, they don't yeah. exist anymore. Since when slavery dropped, it took another, I don't know how many years after it got completely. I'm not really too too sure about this. So dates. the whole story is when Lincoln stopped everything, the South didn't get the memo right away. So I know there was uh, about... Confederate flag. Yeah. It has to do with John Crow. Uh, it, Jim, John Crow. Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Jim Crow. Jim Crow. 60s, actually. Okay. Or it could be. So, that, so, so But that was they were free... But, But they, they didn't, didn't know, know about it. Exactly. Okay. Oh. Yeah. There was a couple of years between their freedom and actually being free. 
And then they gave them the choice to stay. And that was the most fucked up part, those yeah. who stayed. They stayed in the same city where they were slaves and now they're free men. Because they were scared of the wolves they and get, the bears and the cold. So they oh, would yeah, they I would they would like scare them and they'd be like, yo, here we can stay here and you know, we have our food, we have our So you're chilling but, with but, your slave but, your ex slave owner. But uh, were they be living freely there? Free, or? but not rich, right? You come like and you have nothing. Rich. It's not like they gave you all, oh, here's a million dollars. It's not like like PCU, like where you just chill. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just like you're a slave, bro. You're going on vacation. Besides the half Negroes. Them probably they decided to stay in ah, the uh, for sure. You know, yeah. but now you, but you can work workers, yeah, right by choice because I guess they were treated better than the rest. Mm -hmm. But those who were doing the fields all of a sudden, like, okay, my bad, I don't owe you anymore. Good luck, then. Sorry, you know, it was nothing personal. And Peace I heard out. some <laughs> stayed on the plantation and they was actually working in a plantation because that was the only way they could have make money yeah. after. Yeah, that's the only skill they knew, too. Keep in mind. That yeah, 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 100% they stayed. Yeah. And so it was like... Yeah, there's there's no, like, there's no real choice around, like, you either go... No, some people left. No, what you I mean go, is you that can go they, up north. They, they're telling you, like, it, it depends how they, they're putting it. They can tell you, so you stay here with a skill that you, uh, like, forcefully <laughs> uh, have had to learn with, um, let's say, a salary, or you can go north with absolutely no insurance whatsoever that you're truly free because and like, survive and, and everything and survive and you have to learn like to adapt all. and I, I imagine some of them were like late in their 40s, 50s yeah yeah no for sure it's yeah. not like they had boats to take them back to Africa they're like yo well, look, not at all there's a return uh <laughs> there's an information that I that I learned <clears throat> recently about the slave trade that was absolutely crazy so um, sharks in the Atlantic, mm -hmm. have a migration route. Mm -hmm. Okay, like, like uh, yeah, they have a route. Yeah, so they, they have a route. Like, they like, follow the currents in the heat of the currents. At yeah. some point, changed because of the slave trade. Because they were throwing because out the dead bodies that didn't dead survive. Dead bodies yeah. and of, of Africans were thrown into the ocean, mm -hmm. and that uh, brought the sharks. And the slave trade happened for so long that the migration route of sharks yeah. changed because of That's that. That's crazy. That's but, wild. I never but, but you know why? What, what is the basics of a migration route? It's they follow the heat the water, the hotness, yeah. and that's where the fish goes. Yeah. So it's for them to eat, right? So if they eat certain types of fish and the fish is going south, they follow them. Yeah. Now all of a sudden there's a new source of food. 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 And they're yeah. like, hey, let's stay here. And then they Shoot. noticed every week, every month, <laughs> food is just falling from the sky. Yeah. It's crazy. And they're like, yo, let's just stay here and crazy. see. It's, it's fucked up. Like people don't realize how every situation can impact other ecosystems yeah, of course. and mentalities. And this brings us back to why I wanted to talk about during the World Cup, and I had this reflection with you actually, where, <clears throat> so North Africa is a very complicated yes. uh, melting pot, right? There's a lot of history, there's a lot of misinformation, and there's a lot of manipulation of truth, right? They say the, 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 the story is written by the winner. Of course, yeah. <laughs> North Africa have been big losers for a very, very long time. Sore ones too. I, I, yeah, yeah. We're very bad losers. Like we, we lose <laughs> and we lose badly. Like I, at I, at least you know about it. But yeah. it was massacres. So the the thing is, and especially Africa, the way it's because of the desert, it splits the north from the rest, mm -hmm. and then there's a mountain chain that separates a little bit the west from the east. That's not really that important. But what intrigued me the most was how people associate 
to certain parts of our history for their gain or advantage. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's North Africans saying they're Arabs are basically North Africans accepting one uh, colonialism rather than the other. So let me start with oh, you. Shit. So how do you consider yourself? Let's just say with titles. Culturally speaking, national. Okay, nationally, you're Tunisian. Uh, nationally, I'm Tunisian. You're Tunisian. I, I consider myself like North African. North African. So th for me, that's that's people. Like that's a ethnicity. Okay. Okay. But religious-wise? Muslim. Muslim. And culturally-wise is North African. That's what you're so going So culturally-wise, it's North African and with some Muslim culture. Because here's, here's what, how I discovered that. When I came in here and started doing Ramadan, I started doing it and sharing with uh, all the Muslims that were practicing Ramadan. Mm -hmm. So when I was back in Tunisia, all those people were Tunisians. So for me, there was a culture that was happening that I wasn't aware of, and yeah. I thought it was just religion. So when I came in here, I met Lebanese and Iraqis and yeah, yeah. Palestinians. We don't do the same thing. We don't absolutely do the same thing. And what baffled me is that two or three Ramadan after that, I met, uh, I'm, I met with a black uh, Muslim? American Muslims. Muslim. The Nation of Islam. Exactly. The Five Percenters, yeah. So those guys had their own practices during Ramadan. So the only thing that was happening um, that was very linked to Islam as a global, as a global um, thought was the fact that you don't eat from sunrise to uh, sunset. Sun sunset for 30 days. But, but there was this whole um, uh, cultural effect that was happening around those 30 days because you barely you basically live differently for 30 days mm -hmm. and that culture changes from one uh people to another so when i met a uh, nation of islam and even palestinians and sometimes indonesians yeah, people from afghanistan, and people from afghanistan indians pakistanis we don't share like the same culture so for me saying that i'm arab doesn't make sense because for me Qatar is as exotic as Belize for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the Arab word. For me, Yemen or Oman is very exotic. So I would be more, um, like I, I would be connecting more with a Malian, a Senegalese, an Ivorian. From an African point of view. Yeah. Rather than uh, an Oman or a Saudi, East, yeah, a Middle Eastern exactly. Muslim. Okay. But you see, that's what's interesting. So that is interesting. So to come to you, that is Quebecer, Canadian, Nova Scotian. Do you feel Nova Scotian? No, not at all. But at you all. are. But I am. But I'm not. Like I am, because that's the term that's been used so long, Scotian, mm -hmm. to describe an Afro an Afro Canadian. But I've the only the only Scotian I've been to is the airport. Like in the Halifax. Mm -hmm. So I'm not Scotian. So what are you? I'm Afro-Keb. Yeah, because, but it, because, oh. because, hold up, hold up. The reason why I say that is because I was really brought up as a Quebecer. Like, mm -hmm. like you know what I mean? So I'm not, I don't even have Canadian values. Like I went to school here. Like I was raised here. I don't know. I don't even know the national anthem because there's no national anthem in Quebec. See, si. kind of. 
Uh, well, no, not this. No, it's no, I mean, I mean, it's hold on. Iron, well, no, 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 no. What I'm saying. No, sorry about, no, no, sorry no, about that. It's like Moshe Ami. What I'm saying is that in Ontario, when you go, when you go to school, when you go to school in Ontario, they make you sit, stand up and pledge allegiance to uh, the, flag. The, the flag, and they make you sing the national anthem. They don't do that in Quebec, so no, we don't okay. have that. At least that Canadian bond. That's yeah, what yeah, I, that's sure. what I meant by there's no national anthem. Makes sense, yeah. So. I'm really like an Afro Keb for real. Like, there's nothing. But that's something specific to you. But I don't think I'm the only one like that. I think I think it's just because of like. You think it's a conversation that exactly like the the term hasn't even been brought up before Damn. I brought so, it. So okay, so if I would ask you, what's your nation? You would answer Canada. What's your culture? Quebecer. What's your religion? Christian. So the description before looking at him physically. Sure. Would pass, especially with his name. Mm-hmm. Once you see him, it's, it's different. a different ballgame. <laughs> no, no, TSA is going to be working. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a mistake. You it's know? well seasoned. Exactly. So okay. And this is where I'm trying to get at, right? If they don't look like you, they don't think like you, they don't live like you, could they be part of your tribe, culture, or whatever? So if I get to you. Yep. All right. You're Cameroonian. Yep. When you go to Cameroon, Yep. Are you considered Cameroonian? Obviously not. Okay. There you go. We, we had can the conversation. I say, can I say <laughs> that you look like Francis Ganu? Uh, uh, we hear this. Yo! We hear this. Bro, you look Everybody like tells him that. We went I for said, breakfast and everybody's like, yo, you look like Fred. I'm like, sign the autographs now. Man. Sign them. I was going to ask you a Francis Ngannou question. I was like, you know what? Let me not, let me not, let me not be Is corny. Is he your cousin? You know? <laughs> Maybe we are, but I don't know. Maybe. Another tribe or something. Yeah, my dad didn't tell me everything. Yeah, that, that is a very common thing. Yeah. So, okay, so if I would say, what's your nation? I'm lost. <laughs> I'm confused. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. it's crazy. No, because technically, I'm from Cameroon. So you ask me, I'm like, no, no. No, but what's your nation? That's not what I'm saying. If I you don't go have in, a If you do a national sport, what's in your what, country, what country would you uh, represent? Cameroon. Okay. Religious. Because he's thinking about soccer. If he does, no, no, no. If he had the soccer, if you ask him about hockey, he's going to be like, oh, I'm going to go with hockey. Canada. Who would you represent? Cameroon. But, well, like, it depends. Do I want to win or do I want no, to participate? No, I'm saying as a nation. You're don't going, you're don't going go for the, the heart. I'm going with the. Cameroon. So, okay. So, your heart is with Cameroon. Of course. So, so okay. hold on. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Uh, do you still have your two passports? No, we don't have uh, the camera doesn't accept the double nationality. So you either you you Canadian. have to give away one of to be Cameroon. So what what did you give away? Yeah, yeah, for sure he's gonna All keep right. the Canadian one. Okay, but that's for traveling reasons. Like, Got that's, you. That's the Clearly, only reason. Yeah, yeah most that, of us. It's like I have three passports. Me personally, that's dope. United States, Canada, and Algeria. Crazy, but because I'm allowed. But if they would have to ask me to pick, which one would you pick? For sure, I'm picking Canadian. Because it's you. the easiest one to travel with. And the less question asked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if I'm American, when I went to the United States and they seen my Canadian passport, my name, my real name, born in the United States with a Canadian passport, I get arrested every time. Oh, damn. Every time. Because well, it's three. Yeah, yeah. I get questioned, let's just say. Because <laughs> they ask me three door? questions, I give them three countries. Right? Hold on. You were born in the United States? Yeah, I'm born in the States. Okay. Born in the States. I lived in so, Algeria. So you got, you got your... Uh, American passport because yes. you I'm were, born in the States. I'm in, I can be president in the United States. God damn. That's dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's really dope. <laughs> First Algerian. I need a couple great. of partners. So if you go there, let me know. So First what? rule of business, we're going on war. 
against Morocco. I definitely love the Moroccans. Alhamdulillah. See, that's how I do my. You see piece. that little pose? <laughs> I love them. I do love them. No, but I'm talking about the Good female God, side. I love them. The female side. <laughs> the males is a different the story. The covered one or the uncovered one? Oh, both. Okay. At the end of the day, they all get unveiled. <laughs> But anyway, to get yeah. back to the side jokes, I love Morocco. Really, I do. Beautiful Can country. I say something about what he was saying about North African? Yes. We, no offense, Black Africans, that's how we see things. There's two Africans. Yes. North African. Yeah, earlier. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's my issue here. That's really my issue. So what is that based on? Just looks. Can I, plus. Because Mauritani, for example, mm -hmm. are Berbers, mm -hmm. Blacks, the Moors. Yeah. Right? We take With them. Morocco. We but take how, them. But you okay. take them from what? Because they look like you. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. so you go the same way with Comores and Djibouti and... Yep. Okay. But do you go the same way with South Africans? Yes. But yeah, but he's talking about black. the African... No, but no, he's right. not going to bring the Africans in this. Okay. They're way too far down there. Nobody cares. No, but about the that. Africans are the white ones. They're the, the ones who colonize, yeah, yeah, so they yeah. don't want to see them. No, 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 not would you go the same with Madagascar? I have never met Madagascar. Who I didn't think was Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have plenty of them. But there. it's like a Guyanese. But oh, hold on, hold on. That That's actually interesting because it's in the Indian Ocean, right? Yeah. yeah. So are they, are they, it's really are they, cause, are they considered to, to the it's Indian African or African? African. No, it's African. Like, but but Indian, it's, it was also because there was a lot of Indian coming up. And, and Chinese. There's Chinese also. also yeah. But uh, the, the, like, they stayed in uh, Madagascar because they were allowed, but for a long time there was a lot of Indians and Pakistanis in uh, Ethiopia and. Uh, Uh, Rwanda and all those places yeah. but I think at some point they just have to leave because it was it, it started so to be hectic for them Got but, you. but I'll give you the best but. example Guyana that yeah. is in South America they all look Indian mm -hmm. They their yes. cultural is Indian yet they're in South America they don't speak Spanish they don't speak Portuguese well they and they're, that's why they, they, they created the word West Indies yeah, yeah. they speak right? Creole No, no it's, they speak patois. Yeah, they speak it's, like it's patois, weird yeah. because like the, some of them are like Hindu, some of them are Muslim, some yeah. of them are like uh, Christian, some of them are black. And it's like, like Trinidad when we were talking. Yeah, about exactly. Jesus. It's like it's Trinidad, a melting pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's if like you crazy. don't look at them and you listen to them, you know they're from that region. But when you look at them and they don't speak, you would think they're from India, Pakistan, or something like that. There used to be a lot. You remember our friend Wally? Yeah. Same thing. Wally's from where? West Indies. He Trinidad. just says West Indies. Because it, was Fufu from uh, Guyana? Oh, oh no, she's no, she's no, no, uh, she's from the she's uh, Pakistani. She's but next to them, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch in Toronto. In oh, Toronto, yeah, yeah. You, sometimes you think that it's Indian people trying to act black. Yeah, but in their yeah. head, they're black. The yo. first time I met them, I honestly thought, I was like, look at this wannabe. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Like, yo, this is my culture. I'm like, what do you mean your culture? And then you start like realizing, like, yeah, you're good. You're, I was you're certified. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially when they say the N word for the first time, you're like, ooh. Yeah, like, but that, ooh. that too, I want to have a, a conversation on the N word, but that's, we'll get at that at the end. Hold on. So, to, so In people Toronto? from Toronto, yeah. there's a lot of people. People think they act black? Yeah, no. Yeah. So the West Indies, the Guyanese, Trinis, when you look at them, they look Indian. Like okay. if you think of an you'll Indian never person, know. you'll never know. Okay. But when they speak, they speak like Jamaicans, Trini, Patois. black people, Patois. Patois. Okay. Right? 
And then you're like, oh, he's just, you know, taking the accent or the lifestyle oh, from okay, okay. the black people that that's you associate that music or that no. culture to, but th that's theirs. Okay. They're born in it. And there's this little video that was very interesting where you have this black kid and they were in the Ivory Coast. And this white man tells him, he's like, where are you from? He's like, I'm from here. Uh, I'm from the Ivory Coast. I'm Ivorian. He's like, oh, okay, cool. He's like, where are you from? He's like, I'm from here too. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, yes, I am. He's like, no, you're white. But he's been there six generations in. Crazy. So at what point does the visual have to match the culture? It will never match the culture. So, okay. So this goes back to North Africa now. The big issue with North Africa and the rest of Africa is because of the skin color. Yeah. It's not as black, even though there's a lot of black Tunisian, mm -hmm. Moroccans, Algerians, yeah, Libyans, yeah. and stuff like that. But it's not a majority, right? Mm -hmm. Now, culturally speaking, North Africa is Berber, all the way to Egypt. They even had a pharaoh that was Berber, mm -hmm. just to put it out there. The so, Romans had an emperor that was Berber. Yeah, and we had a pope that was yeah. Berber, St. Augustin, one of the biggest. So again, the Berbers were everywhere because we were connected to the Close. Romans. yeah. For, because they, call, well, they colonized North Africa with a Berber. So oh. he made peace with the Romans and took over because he got betrayed by Carthage. Again, it's a whole history thing of yeah. betrayal and, you know, this succeed and it's an amazing story. Like, they should definitely do a movie with this. Now, I'm Berber 100%. My mother's side. My father is, let's just say, probably 90%. Okay. Where I have an issue with North Africa is when people come and tell me they're Arabs. All right? Because you. you cannot tell me they're Arabs in North Africa. At best, at best, they're 50%. Because all the Arabs, let me just finish. All the Arabs that came to North Africa didn't come with their wives and kids. They just came and stayed. That's crazy. So whatever... But there were fighters, right? Big, like army. Yeah, yeah. But like when that. they decided to stay, there was merchants. There was a lot of things because it was a good route, right? We were close to the Mediterranean Ocean, between next to the Atlantic. So it was, uh, Atlantic, so it was a very... to the Middle East too. So. Mm -hmm. so they had access to everything. And a lot of people, every big nation except the Mongolians came to North Africa. Because it was smart. It was good business. The Persian, the Ottoman, uh, Greeks, Romans, everything. Everybody showed up there. The whites after that and stuff like that. The Berbers, the problem is we didn't have a nation. We had tribes. What separates uh, Berber from Arab? Sorry, I, not I, even don't, close. I don't even, We're not even know close. nothing it's about this. Different people. It's, it's different people. The language the, is not the, the same. The now. Arabs would be the white people of uh, North, <laughs> North America and the Berbers would be the indigenous people. Exactly. That would North be the America. perfect example. Okay, cool. The only difference is, visually speaking, you couldn't see that big of a difference after all the mixtures. Got you. All right. right? Okay. So visually, we look a lot more like Arabs today. Mm -hmm. But if you go into a Berber family, and correct me if I'm wrong, you can have a redhead and have a black man you can have blue eyes, dark skin, light skin, everything in one so, family. For example, I look like a Tunisian Berber. I have very light skin, light eyes, very dark hair. Got you. Very like Tunisian Berber, that, that's what they look like. And then my cousin's side, depending on which region you are in Algeria, the two are eggs from South, mm -hmm. they're Berbers. Okay. Can't get any blacker than that. Nope. But they have blue eyes. <laughs> Go figure. It's wild, man. But that's the genetic thing, yeah, that's the right? Genetics. And this is where my issue is because we have tendency of associating to the looks. Yep. Right? So they look at him, they're like, he's black. He opens his voice, they're like, he's not Asian, he's probably African. African is not a country. It's a continent. A continent. Exactly. 
And then oh, okay, I see where you're going. I exactly. See where, I see where you're going. You see what I'm saying? When they look at you, <laughs> yeah, they think something. Yeah. Then when you open your mouth, they think something else. They they add up to the layers. So when they look at me, they're like, okay, you look Middle uh, Eastern, North African, sometimes Portuguese or Greek or whatever. But that's depending on who's next to me, right? Mm, we have tendency of association. Yeah, George. And then once I tell them I'm Algerian, they're like, oh, you're Arabic. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Because you're not language first. But I have nothing associated to Arabs. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. It's like going seeing Pocahontas and telling her she's white. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, they are the conquerors of my well, land. I, but I, I, yeah. I think I think like one of the biggest error was um, was coming from us North African. Because uh, I think it came uh, out of racism. I think at some point we didn't want to associate with black Africans. It's either because of racism, either because uh, we saw what happened to them. So we were like, nah, not me. But that's a lot after. Yeah. But my point is that um, when Arabs were colonizing us, I think they were doing very, very well. And the col- like the colonialism of Arabs... Uh, wasn't that uh correct me if i'm wrong damaging culturally and i'm saying culturally than the one uh made by the whites so let's say okay france when it came to algeria and tunisia yeah. and morocco morocco they said this is france so I'll and stop we're you. erasing so, so I'll everything stop you right now and that's completely the opposite and i'll prove it to you so when the french came mm-hmm. they told us you're allowed to your culture and your beliefs but we are the leaders of this nation The Arabs came and they're like, your culture and your nation has no value. You will believe our religion and our cultures. That's the difference. And for you to erase a culture like uh, Hitler tried to do with the Jews, he's like, let me burn their art, let me burn their books, and they will disappear. If you don't speak the language anymore, if you don't know what the cultures are anymore, that nation disappears. And that was the biggest hurt. And that's why there's this so much friction between the Arabs and the Berbers. What saved us is we went onto mountains or into deserts where the Arabs didn't want to go originally because they're like, we have no gain there and it's a headache to go and get them there. Yeah. We even won the war in Algeria because of the mountains. Crazy. Right? But the Arabs, when they came, and this, I'm pretty much sure you know, you know the the, the, the hand? La Khamsa? Yes. Okay. This so, one. Yeah, that one there. Mm-hmm. So you know the origin of that? No, where it I, came don't, from? I don't know the origin. So how do you call it, you first? Let's start with that. Uh, Yid Fatma is with okay. Fatma's hand. Fatma's hand. You know the story between that? Uh, behind no. that? So who's Fatma? No. So it was the daughter of Muhammad. It was who? The prophet. Okay. The yeah, Muslim yeah. prophet. Yeah. And, <laughs> I figured. <laughs> yeah. And it was the five people living under one roof and it was the protection of a family. Gotcha. That's the origin. That's the Muslim definition. Not the Greek definition. Great, def- great. We well, yeah, no, but if you go to the Middle East, that does not exist. That did not exist until the last 20 years. First. Okay. So the 20? Or, yeah, 20 years. It's all because of the whole let's just say 40 years, just to be sure. Even the the Jews in Morocco have it. Yeah. So you know it's not about religion. Yeah, it's not about religion. So what happened was the theory Even like when like very uh secular Muslims when they see mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah. before even seeing the tattoo, seeing the fact that I have this tattoo is like, oh, this is heresy. Yeah, yeah. The reason why, because that is actually Berber. It meant the hand of your ancestors, the okay. protection. Chinese actually have something very similar. Or your ancestors in Africa, that's the most common thing, where regardless of generations, they're always here to protect you, their souls. Like Black Panther, you know, the, mm-hmm. the ancestry yeah. uh, thing. That's Ancestry very, plane? I exactly. Think, whatever it was. Exactly yeah. that. So that is the pillars of your generations. That's dope. That are protecting you. It's a hand over your shoulder. 
we got your protection. And when the Jews came to North Africa from Egypt and the Middle East, they were being run down by the Egyptians and among other things. So they gave them that to prove that they were with us so they would be protected by us. It was like Dope. literally an entry oh, for you to be saved. After the, after the Jews left Egypt? Yeah, among. But the thing is because the Exodus is a very tricky thing because there's yes. no proof of its existence very, very, very. reality. But we know that the marchants from Palestine of today or Israel of today, however you want to call it, came to North Africa to do money and business. And they were chased down from certain tribes and cultures. And when they got to Tunisia, Algeria, and Morocco of today, they were like, we'll protect you. You're under our protection. Wear this. That means you're part of us. Yeah. When the so, Muslims came... So it's basically Muslims doing the putting the veil on... Yeah, yeah. The well, the veil, the veil has a different story because it started with Judaism and then it went Christianity, the nuns, mm -hmm. the sisters, and then the Muslims. The only difference with the Muslims and the rest is the way they wear it. And that is because Prophet Muhammad asked his women to wear it. Every woman wore it at the way back when because there was desert storms yeah. for the sand. That's Got why you. they wore or they wore it. And they're like, you have to wear it a specific way so I can know if you're with us or not. And that was the whole tuck on the side, on Got the side you. of the ear. I didn't and know then that. with history, it actually evolved and then we are where we are today. But to get back to the hand... So when, you're not oppressed? <laughs> <laughs> it anyway. was not forced on you? <laughs> Just no. for the sand. It's just for shampoo just purposes. Want the sand. <laughs> just it and then when the Muslims came, yeah. and the same thing happened to Christianity for Jesus and the 25th of December, they came and they're like, all oh, this is blasphemy. You can't be wearing this. You have to remove all this. This is bad. God doesn't want this. People of deep culture don't want to release or forget their culture. It's yeah. part of them. It's 100%. embedded in them. Mm -hmm. So they're like, okay, you guys don't want to. I don't want to do a war with you. So we're going to transform it you can keep it, but we're going to give it a Muslim signification. And that's how it became the Ma'a of Fatma. That's why in the Middle East, they didn't know what it was because they didn't need to have it and got never you. got there. It's cultural that's to crazy. North Africa. That's crazy. Christianity, when the 25th of December, we know today that there's seven or 11 different gods before Jesus that were born on December 25th yeah. from a virgin with the same fucking story. The Trinity, all of that. Exactly. From Europe. Uh, Ra, not Ra, son of Ra from Egypt has the exact same story as Jesus. Yes. And that was a thousand years before. So what they did was Constantine actually sat down with the original church, the original Vatican of today. And they're like, for us to be able to bring more Christian, uh, Christians to us, we can't mess them up too much with their pagan or, you know, with their beliefs. So we're going to transform their beliefs and make them Christian. And through history and time, as you're telling the story, you know, once you tell a lie enough times, it becomes the truth. True story. Right? Mm -hmm. And that's how it happened. That's okay. crazy. That's very interesting. That's interesting. But that's what's crazy about it is when you go and see the origin and go deeper and deeper and deeper, you're like, it has always, absolutely yeah. nothing to yeah. do. And that's why I, when you said, ah, oh, Europe did a lot more harm than North Africa than... The Arabs or the that's Muslims. What, that's what was also fed to me. Uh, that, and that's... That, no. That, I would hope like, so. We're that, better than them. No. What, I, what I'm saying is that uh, it was weird because um, growing up, people told me, you're Arab. Mm -hmm. Just because I spoke Arabic. Mm -hmm. Yes. But then like when you grow up and you actually learn about the different cultures that, that came to uh, North Africa, saying you're Arab or identifying as Arab is basically choosing which oppressor do you prefer. Yeah, so definitely. People saying, like North Africans saying, oh, I am Arab, is like saying, oh, I actually preferred when 
Arabs colonized us rather than the French or the Portuguese or whoever came to us. They did the best marketing, right? Yeah. We gave you Islam, we gave you freedom, we gave you God, we gave you truth. And they're like, oh, cool. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, master. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know what I mean? But that's where it goes crazy because before this pod today, what were your thoughts of North Africa? I had no... I, I heard Burner Boy talk about like... He was, he was, the interviewer asked him about... Uh, Africa in general and his mm -hmm. impact and he kind of like dismissed North Africa he yeah. was like I don't know what's going on in North Africa but like shout out to South Africa da, 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 east side so and and then I I knew there was this like disconnect between Arabs and Egyptians because I grew up around Egyptians so I knew that it wasn't like totally mm -hmm. you know what I yeah, mean they're another melting pot of cops I didn't know nothing to be honest with you. and everything like that because I didn't even know it was that deep different. I didn't even know it was that deep for real and, and it is deep and sometimes we said it on the podcast before some Egyptians consider themselves from the Middle East they yeah. don't even consider themselves in Africa yeah so and some others are very African they're Nubians and Nubians that yeah. they descend from I think Sudan yeah exactly so yeah so it's, it's crazy but it's, it's crazy, crazy but because you never think that it's massive brainwashing and yes. repeated and repeated so imagine among us in our own country today we don't even know a real history imagine people that are not even part of the culture outside the country seeing all these things right when somebody comes and tells me and we live in a culture now of association so people are like oh you're Algerian You're Arabic, you're Muslim. Yeah, straight I'm up. like, how? Straight how did up. you get to those conclusions? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, you'd be like, yeah, if I say that, I might be right 80% of the time. So do I really want Actually, that's not necessarily true. The big community, okay, so Berber specifically, mm -hmm. are the, 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 we have cultural beliefs. So we believe in rocks and, you know, pie and old school things. And then we got mm, Islamize would be the proper term. It was you do it or you die. Pretty much, hey. right? Like Christianity in South America. Yep. The biggest Christians in the I would, world. I would say Arabized rather, rather than... But Ar what, would, what would it mean to be Arabized except speaking Arabic? I think it would be like associated more with uh, the culture of Saudi Arabia and how they were living. Be because Arabs, the thing, there's Christian Arabs. No, I, I know, I know. Okay. So what I'm saying is so that... Arabs is like, not the religion. No, no, that's no, because, because it's more eat, culture. That's what, what, but that's we don't what eat saying. Arab at home. We yeah. don't eat Arab, right? The food Absolutely. is typically North African, yeah. right? So we don't eat Arab. We don't live Arab. So except of the language, that's what's... That's the only Arab. thing. And yeah. then the religion came about. Yeah. And so religion... What came before? The religion or the language? They came together. They came together. They, they came, came together. But the thing is, that's why I don't mind the Arab part because it's just language. You're mm -hmm. adding language to it. But also, it doesn't like... It, it doesn't survive that much because let's say the Arabic, the Algerian Arabic and the Tunisian Arabic, like in no way, shape or form is um, similar yeah, yeah. to yeah, the yeah. Saudi one or the, like they wouldn't understand. But us. in Algeria, the there's Berber, French and Arab in one phrase. It's crazy. Oh, but, yeah. Well, also us, we, we would uh, say things that, uh, how would you say um, carrot in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in what? Berber in or Arabic? Arabic. What is carrot in Arabic? Oh, yeah. So it's not that, like, it's not How do you that call it? Arabic. Sfeneria. Um, um, in, oh. in Tunisian, it's Sfeneria. Yeah. It's actually, in, in, in Arabic, it's neither of those. No, but that's because it's French. What? Yeah, it's French <laughs> yeah, with an Arabic <laughs> accent. There's a lot of words in Algeria okay. that it's French with an Arabic accent. Like, oh. That's what we did. I didn't even think of that could exist. No, no, no. That is typical at us. Like, even orange. I think Moroccans call it, we call it China. You know why? Because it came from China. 
China. That's, That's how we crazy. call oranges. Orange is what it means is China, but because it came from China. We hyper... No, no, yeah. but the thing is, but we were very simplistic yeah. tribe people. Keep in mind, Arabic is our second language because we spoke Berber. Berber has nothing to do with Arabic. But what was the religion before the Arabs? We believed in rocks. We had... It's like these native religions. Yeah, it's a native religion. So like thought, Africans, I, I, the I same thing. I, I don't know about Algerian, but like Tunisian, they would believe in the Tanit, which is uh, two gods. So there were two gods. There were Tanit and they um, uh Oh, the second one, I forgot. I was going to say Ra's al Ghul, but that's, that, that, that's <laughs> that would Batman. be Batman right there. <laughs> well, anyway, so there were two gods and basically they were gods of fertility. And yeah, yeah. No, we were that's... farmers. So the Tanit would look like this. Like this is the form of a Tanit and that's protection basically. So, uh, yeah, but it's very tribe-esque because the thing is what, what I'll add to him, before the Arabs came and before the whites decided to separate Africa and countries, culturally speaking, the Berbers went all the way to one-fifth of Egypt, all the way to Mauritania of today. The reason why we didn't go souther than that is because of the desert. Yeah. It's too complicated. And it's huge. That's it. And then there was the Tuareg that are 100% Berbers. They speak Berber, yet they're super black because they're under the sun all day yeah. long and stuff like that. So long. that's the culture, and we had different tribes. So it was called Numidia at that time. That was North Africa. That was one nation, but different tribes, different kings, right? But they lived in semi-peace. Well, you know, the, the wars, how they go. Mm -hmm. But it was nothing to... It, was, it had nothing to do about religion, culture, or language. It had to do with land, land. and, you know, your people. Yeah. Your team, pretty much. It's like being in the same sport but you represent different teams, gotcha. right? It's as simple as that, but you will always represent the sport. So when it came to the Berbers, it came. But North Africa, because we're literally close to Europe and, you know, everything south of anything is better, technically speaking, we had a lot of invaders. And because we had different types of invaders that came with different cultures and different approaches, yeah. a lot of them stayed and remained in North Africa as conquerors, as leaders, as influencers of today. If you want to call <laughs> Even the Romans tried to take North Africa for a very long time. They weren't able to until there was a shift of power. And then one of the warriors came up to, to Caesar at that time and asked him, he's like, give me your army and I'll make you a Roman nation. And I just need to do my revenge. And that's what happened. So when Rome actually had North Africa, it wasn't by war. It was by, you know, it was the communication. Problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when they left... The Arabs came, and the Arabs came, came fast. There's a comedian, Algerian comedian, that said, he's like, you know, everybody came, we kicked them out. The Arabs came, we didn't see them coming, they looked like us. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? And they're yeah. like, oh shit, now we're Muslim all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. sadly what happened. And then when Europe came, they're like, I could care less what you believe in. I could care less. I'm here to make money. What's your culture? I'm here to make money and to make this a territory for you guys to work for us. Got you. So even when there was the war, the Algerians, Tunisian, and Moroccans of today were in the army of the French. They were never considered French, but they were the pawns of the French. Mm -hmm. But they knew so that... It's like the Tirailleurs. So yeah, exactly. Like Senegal and all. Yeah. Exactly. So there was a lot of different types of cultures. We didn't have the Christianity vague. They didn't care about that. They didn't want yeah, to make yeah. us Christian. They, yeah, they didn't want to pass it upon us. They didn't want to, but they did that to Africa, to the rest of Africa, though. Yeah, they did. They, they were like, this is the religion. <laughs> because they were more... Um, well, because... I, they were more naive because it was more shocking to them when they came, we saw them. They were on the other side of the ocean. We, we had pretty much an idea. They, once in a while, one of them would get exactly. lost. Mind you, in the middle of Africa, like two, 
to start and to come conquer, you have to take both and you have to go all the way around. Ocean side, yeah. Right? Instead of just for them, they're like from up to down and like, and we there. So the difference is like us, we're actually pygmies, villagers, and blah, blah, like basic lifestyle. Yeah. We haven't seen like everything that we see. Like when even the, the, the French, Portuguese, German came, they brought us stuff that they already had. Because we had a lot of them getting lost because of the, because of the sales proximity, trade. yeah. But the proximity so here's, is here's how uh, here's how close they are. In Tunisia, if you go to the northest point, not even in the northest point of Tunisia, like in, in Tunis, if it's a beautiful day, you can see Italy. Okay. You don't need like you don't need. So there's a lot of them that got lost to North Africa. Yeah. So here and there, we would see weapons, mirrors, and stuff like that. So. We were getting adapted to it. When they came to, to the rest of Africa, because there was a disconnect because of the desert, a lot of people didn't go. They only went to North Africa because it was close. And, and the they forest. There wasn't yeah. just a desert, desert forest and all this. It was just a shock culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was baffling to them. Oh, this white man coming on these big boats, coming with so these different. weapons. So different. They must be amazing. So they were amazed. For them, it was gods at one point. Yeah. Right? And because of that, their the the naiveness they got, you know, Christianized and stuff like that. Compared to North Africa, they were like, "I don't know you, I'm fighting you." And then all of a sudden, they beat us, and they're like, "Listen, fuck your religion. I don't care about your culture. Handle your shit. This is our territory. If you don't want us to kill and rape your women and kids, do as you must." They're like, "I." But even in Black history, you don't talk about that. This is a very important part. That like why did North a lot of why did North Africa not get the same treatment yeah. as the rest of Africa is because of that. But even when you go back and you watch documentaries, they never talk about. No, that. for sure not. Why never talk about because it's important. Kill the yeah. It's when they talk about North Africa, they only talk about Egypt. Yeah, that's as far as they go. The rest for them was wasteland, right? It was just their savages living in huts. Yeah, but also the biggest country though. Also, but not, not maybe but, in size, but maybe let's say in population. But I, yeah, but Algeria is the, the 10th biggest country in the world, the, first, the biggest country in Africa, right? Mm -hmm. Yet, yet, it's only, I think, 12% of the country that is It's like Canada. Yeah, yeah. No, but us, it's not by choice. Because the desert, <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, we have the I, most, the biggest part. here. Like we're... Yeah, well, again. and the thing... It depends. It depends. Our engine, like, that's something that I always wanted to know is how indigenous people were spread around Canada and is it the same spread as it's when very white simple Canada are? was on both extremes because they needed a water source so that's why so they had Ontario person, nobody in the middle Manitoba Saskatchewan and Alberta I think there was like here and there but that was dead they needed a water source right yeah. a big water source and they needed where they could trade so lakes connections or the ocean that's the rest beautiful. is too wide in the United States the only the reason why they populated the middle was when they were doing the gold uh, gold rush. Uh, gold yeah, rush, so yeah. when they were going to the west because they came from the east, all the colonizers, right? Need, they needed places to stay. They stayed like and they're like, "Fuck this gold! I'm not going that far. I'm staying here. I like it here." And that's how they slowly but surely. And it's the Chinese that actually helped them all do the railroads and everything like that. Okay, that's interesting. So, that's where Pati Shinoa comes from too. Oh yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, it's it was the railroad workers. Yeah. It's the food for the railroad workers. Poor people. Oh, Lord. <laughs> but They're it's doing like, the best food, bro. They'd be doing the best food. Who, Chinese? No, poor people. Uh, yeah, soul food comes <laughs> soul from that. Soul food, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah, because it's with little, you give it a lot of, like they had the worst part of the meat and the whatever, the rest of the vegetables, and they had to make crazy meals. Yep. Yeah. But not to get back to the subject in hand, 
how do you associate, like, how do you now see, we see visually, and the problem is our kids, the kids of our kids. Yes. Right? My The mother of my kids is half Algerian, quarter Moroccan Jew, quarter German. Jeez. Right? Damn. I'm Berber. Your baby mom's is... Half, I mean, my daughter is half Lebanese, half black Canadian. Well, Cameroonian, but you know what I mean. <laughs> your your wife is white. Yeah, Quebecer. So that's gonna delude and change the the visual to it. And but, then we're all gonna be brown anyway. Bro, so I, you, I am marrying myself a good Tunisian girl. Like I am, <laughs> I am keeping the descent pure good Tunisian. Luck. Good luck to that. Yeah, but good luck to that because even whatever, t- like your kid might not want share that value because yeah, they they don't have it. That's especially the thing. if it's born here. Yeah. Born here. I don't know. You're gonna be like eventually, it's, but it's I think it's almost impossible to be born in another country and keep the same. Like, absolutely you, not. They do. Absolutely. They I, do. I, Look I, at African Americans. Some of them like have never even slept with a white girl. Like, and they, some only sleep with white girls. <laughs> pardon me. Some only like I think that's more of a. It's cultural more than because okay. Black I know guys, a lot of black uh, black people that don't want to be with black women here. Here. That's Here. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about in the States, like African-Americans. Oh, no, I mean in the States too. Oh, yeah. I, I have, I've yeah. never met an it's African-American not... that like really just liked white girls. I've never met one like oh, that. Oh, I know a couple. A cool. couple, and they said it because they want to... And again, I believe for there to be world peace, I think everybody should fuck everybody. Yes, absolutely. That way, visually speaking... And just for genetics too. Yeah, yeah. And visually speaking, genetics is good. you won't be able to associate that anybody. At some from. point, nobody's going to be different than nobody. Exactly. Because everybody was mixed. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So at one point, somebody can have blue eyes and dark skin and the other one, the brown eyes and, you know, white skin. And you're like, okay, I can't tell where you're from anymore. Exactly. Visually speaking. Yeah. Like but no then, matter what, my daughter, if she marries just another light skin, whatever, let's say your son or daughter, whatever, you have a son, like, it's going to be so much deluded at the end. You'll be like, 10% this, 20% that. So, yeah. okay. Exactly. So, so that's the visual. Mm-hmm. How are you going to educate your, your daughter, culturally speaking? But the culture would be what, what's around them. No, but he, he considers himself Cameroonian. Okay, Cameroon has culture. What's, what's, what's going to be around her is I, oh, the No, but some people force, like my daughter, for example, and it's not something that I imposed in any way or form. We are sure. super proud Berbers. Okay. Super proud because that's the only thing we have left. We don't have necessarily a country, right? We have, I, I am Algerian by nation. That's where my tribe, Berber tribe remain. Yeah. So I am Algerian by flag, but I'm Berber by culture. Before anything, my culture comes first. It's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. My values come from your culture, not from your nation, mm-hmm. not from how you look or your beliefs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the core for me. Anyway, that's for me. It can't be for everybody else, but it is how it is. Now, my kids were raised knowing that we're Algerian. Berbers, the difference between Berbers and Arabs and religion, because there's Berbers that are Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Jewish, and atheists. All four are there. We got churches in, in Kabylie. That's the region where we live in Algeria. So, and nobody's like, oh, you're less or whatever. As long as you're Berber, we're good. <laughs> After that, believe in whatever you want to believe, yeah. right? So I told my daughter, and I taught her that, we don't speak really Berber. I speak Berber. My daughter, I was like, listen, perfect French and English first. So you have an opportunity to actually have a, a fair chance in this world. Yeah. And people won't associate you to handicaps in a way in the sense you have an accent when you speak English or an accent when you speak French and stuff like that. By her own. And she's 14 years old now. This year, she asked me a Z Berber. So it's pretty much 
the logo for the Bear Bears. So when you see somebody with it, you know right away. It's pretty much this. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's right here actually, at the corner in the black. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you see somebody with it and around their neck, you know automatically that they're from there, right? And then she decided to try to learn the language Boom. on her own, and she does. She decided to be associated to Muslims too. She's like, I want to do Ramadan and stuff like that. Regardless that nobody, nobody in my family does it. Uh, especially in your family. Yeah, nobody, nobody does it. <laughs> nobody me, does it. Let my me father, emphasize that. <laughs> no, no, but it is true because my family has, especially my father, he's very cultivated. He went to school. He has so many doctrines and shit like that. He's like a super nerd, right? Yeah. And him, when he goes through the history, he has anger through it. Because when we were, we didn't have a choice of becoming Muslims. And that for him is even worse. Like, give me a choice and I'll do whatever. But when you impose it on me, he has this disconnect and then he sees certain things. Yet, if you think about how many Muslims are in the world, we're calculated as Muslim today. Mm -hmm. Shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but that's the fucked up part, right? When we saw that there were more Christians than Muslims, yet the Muslims that are counted are not all Muslims, really. Okay. They're just I have a Muslim. Okay, name, okay, okay. Muslim. okay, okay. Are the Christians that were counted? No, no, the same thing. Yeah, same yeah. thing, same, definite. Atheists are only the one that actually describe themselves atheists in the contracts. Those who do not write it are considered Christian. Okay. The, as long as you're born Christian in a way or born in the church, automatically you're put in that category, right? Yeah. So knowing that, my daughter's super cultural now. My son completely opposite. He doesn't give a flying fuck. He's like, yeah, my dad is Algerian. Yeah. I'm Al I have the. He is a proud Algerian. Like he'll kick your ass soccer, because he's Algerian yeah, and yeah. shit like that. Yet he doesn't need to have an Algerian jersey. He doesn't need to tell people he's Algerian. And he's very um, neutral by look. When you look at him, Oh. He can be anything, <laughs> literally anything, okay. except in the extremes, Asian, black, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. He could be anything you want, literally. But French Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> no, but once he speaks, you know it for a fact. So okay. I'm telling myself, now my son is eventually going to marry and have kids. And it's going to delude, 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 delude. And that's the thing that you actually, I believe, you should hold on to the most, your culture. Yeah. You don't need it to live it, but you know what we eat, couscous, is typically North African. Yeah. As much as every country in North Africa is trying to fight for it, right? It's this, it's this, it's that, yeah. it's Berbel. That's what the irony <laughs> of it all is. Berbel. Yet Moroccans are trying to tell Algerians we're the, the founders of couscous. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Your country did not exist when it was created. Got you. You know what I mean? And now we have these little wars or these disassociations yep. where he's Tunisian, I'm Algerian. And he's Moroccan, and we have to know the difference. But we like just just to get into, into that uh, couscous debate. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 for real. I didn't even mention Tunisia. Here's here's the thing, because us Tunisians, we've never tried to claim it ever yeah. in my entire you life. You guys, it's Harissa. Yeah, no, no, because because <laughs> because we knew that Algerian and Moroccans and Mauritan and Senegalese and. Yeah. Uh, but is it cooked the same? No, but every tribe has a different. Well, the base, the base is kind yeah. of the same. Like you need the same thing, yeah. but like then we serve it differently. But when I came in here, seeing people trying to claim yeah. it was wild for me. It's like saying chicken. Yeah, it's it's exactly. It's exactly, <laughs> it's exactly like, that. What does that mean? That does, what does that exactly even mean? <laughs> it's like saying fry, fried chicken is black. But that, where do you think it comes true. from? We did, but you. where do you think it comes from? I I believe it's just. Hmm. I'm gonna use something. What is it that indigenous? Like, where do you? I'm find gonna use something that you used. You know That's who tried, who impl implemented this? The white right. man. 
You it's think the so? it's like yeah, yeah, just fight for couscous. No, but they're literally like <laughs> he came through and he took it and used it in Europe. And he's like, "Yo, where's it from?" Instead of saying North Africa, he's like, "Ah, oh, Morocco." Oh, no, uh, Algeria. He's like, no, but we have it too. Why uh, is it from them, right? <laughs> and the reason why the couscous is so different, depending on where you're close to the ocean, you could put fish in it. If you're close to the mountain, it could be like veal or a cow. If you're a little bit closer to that region, you had more different vegetables. That's why it's different. Yeah. It has nothing to do. It's the base. It's like yeah. pasta. The, the, rice, the sauce is different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got you. I got you. You know, you. rice is everywhere, right? And it's not all of a sudden what? It's Asian? Chinese. You know what I mean? Chinese. Chinese. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's ridiculous that way. But this whole debate, if you think about it deep down, it's the white man. He's like, oh yeah, it's a Moroccan that taught me. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. The Algerian's like, yo, but we do it too. No, no, but they did it because I saw it first there. That's how it is. And then these Mm -hmm. ego clashes because once they they did borders, we had to define who is what and where. Yeah. And then it became this whole clash. And during the World Cup, I was amazed. Morocco went far. Semifinals. Right? All of a sudden, first African team. Wait, I thought black Africans didn't want North Africa yeah. because. Well, I never. No, but I saw, I Yo. saw that, I saw that conversation open up. I think it was very much diluted for Africans, North Americans, like black North Americans, mm-hmm. when they started uh, watching the World Cup and seeing seeing that they were like, they tried to. So first they were like, we're we're with the U.S. And we're also with every African team. Okay. So with Senegal in their head, Cameroon. Se- they didn't exactly. think about Morocco. And then Morocco like, went far and they're like, are we supporting them or not? <laughs> so they went to talk with uh, black Africans. And black Africans were like, we're actually conflicted. So and they didn't you know get what? their and answer. That's the truth. Because deep down, if you off record, like you put two black, you'd be like, Maroc. Like, nah. But wait, and then, oh, they're going far. The Arab communities. Hey, first Arab nation. They claimed it. And then add to that, the Muslims. First Muslim nation. I'm like, wait one second here. What the fuck is going on? Actually, Morocco is just the first Moroccan nation to (laughs) go go there. Yeah, That's it. Nothing else. No, but first it was, you know, it was Morocco. Then it was North Africa. Then it was Africa. Then it was Arabs. Then it was Muslim. And I'm like... getting bigger than itself. At the end of the day, it was like, it's a win for the third word. (laughs) That's it. crazy. And everybody got confused. And I'm like, I'm happy for them from an exterior point of view. Like, when I'm for France, I'm not for French. I'm because there's one or two Algerians in the team. Yeah. And the rest is African. So for me, it's an African nation. Yeah. Senegal was my African team because I like Mané. It had nothing to do with the nation. But I love the country too. I loved it there. Super kind, super amazing people. It has nothing to do with the cultural background, the history background, or anything like that. It's a sport. But these leeches jump on and embark. When something good happens for France, right? An immigrant, an Algerian that represents France wins. He's French. Yep. Does something bad. He's Algerian. Absolutely. That's how it is. That's what shocks me, right? Here, even in Canada. If you're an Olympian winner... Quebecois, Canadian, right? They even brought Bono. He studied in Montreal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You study in Montreal, you become Montreal. Yeah, once you flew over Canada, he's Canadian. <laughs> like, Straight when up. he wins. And then if he would have done something bad, uh, look at these Arabs, Moroccans, or whatever yeah. you want. You know what I mean? Then it got me so but confused. you know what? It goes so far then. Remember the Euro when the three black... You Missed the penalties for yeah. England, and they were. But there, they have more black England than yeah. even like generation and then generation. But they miss three penalties, and all of a sudden, I look at these black vagabonds. Yeah, of course, that's how it is. But how, how 
do you actually put logic to this concept of changing group settings or but who's doing a group change uh group change so settings so so it's the media the media the white man there you go <laughs> and then we get victims because even in africa we're having debates now not a victimization uh, that's it so now when africans black africans are like uh we're conflicted we don't know if they're part of us who decide how do you decide <laughs> who's part of africa now like how, how do you do this like that's the what? only thing that not the white man described africa is a natural content a yeah. continent right that's no white man that said, okay, this ends here and starts here and we cut here and that and this and that. So how do you come in this side? That's why they specify North, Amer North African and they're like, it's like, I'm North African or I'm African. That's it. Yeah, it's, yeah. But, but, but that's, but the thing. No, that's, that's, that's like me running around the world saying I'm, I'm North American. I'm American. Yeah, but no, no. You're Canadian. No, what, what I'm saying but is I that like African, what... if, we're, if we're comparing yeah, yeah, African. I'm going to be real with you. I... Always considered North Africa, North Americans as, as North Americans because for me, a Canadian, like for me, for the way that I perceive it, a Canadian is no in no way, shape, or form uh, similar to a Venezuelan or oh, a just someone from Me Mexico. Like no, 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 but wait, but wait, but a lot of people will consider Canada like a st American state. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Also, that's what I mean because they look alike. Yeah. And North America, for many, ends in the United States. Mexico is not included. Absolutely. Right, because they look alike. The Canada is oh. the kinder version of the United States. Also, if you if like if you go further with this thought, some parts of the United States, you would have to like put them aside because they don't look because okay, yeah, that's California, California, New Mexico, New York, and yeah. all the, like Arizona, those big uh, cities. Yeah, where everything that there's a lot of uh, people from all around the world. But those are all the uh, Mexican How? states that were bought off. That's why. No, I'm saying like even New York. Like let let's take like let's take, so New York. What does it look like Puerto for me? For, madness. <laughs> Thank you. Madness. So for, for, for it's me, like Miami, always, Cuba. Kind so of. For me, I Literally, always say yeah. I, I always say I went to New York, but I never like I never went to the United States. Like because for me, New York is so. Not what the is United the United States. States for you? It's like saying I, you went to Montana. Paris, and Paris is like French. So what is what is the United States? For me, United what States city? Is like Midwest. Midwest, uh, like yeah, Texas, so like, they're like Ohio. Alberta. Yeah, you, I, I didn't, you want I, a cowboy. I, like I didn't go to Canada Ohio, until you went to Alberta. Like, that's, that's my perception of it. Because you want to see a cowboy. Because for you, United yeah. States is a cowboy. Okay, a it's actually the very, very first thing. When I was in Tunisia, and like my first encounter with uh, American culture, like the United States culture, was rap. So mm -hmm. for me, an I American... You say Clint Eastwood or something. No. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, no, no, like so rap. For, for, for me, <laughs> an American, a United, like someone coming from the United States, for me, would look like 50 Cent. Wow. Crazy. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I can I was, see how that happens, though. I, I was can see how that happens. I don't know. about this. Because that's the only thing that you see. And then you had Eminem that came up after. Be like, oh, they're different. But, no, but here's the they're thing. They're a minority. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing. For me, Eminem was trying to mimic them. You know what I mean? For but he me, was. Eminem, yeah. But he was. Me, Eminem was not, um, was not like... Uh, I didn't look original. at Eminem and I'm like, oh, so... Like he's original and they they came after for me Eminem came after absolutely guys. that's what you know happened what I mean? because like because my first encounter with the United States culture was black uh, rappers. black rappers and uh, yeah, yeah. black American but that's okay so then when I came in here and uh, talked to them th 
it's weird because they're more conflicted about it. So they're like, when you ask them, are but, you American? They're like, do you consider like America being Atlanta, Dallas, and New York and uh, But Los why Angeles? can't you because be multiple things? We're not going with Idaho and, you know what Dakota. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Dakota. <laughs> like, uh, no, but, but, but again, you can be multiple, especially countries like the United States, Canada, where they're melting pots, new countries. They're, they're new countries. They're new countries. Because if you go to original countries, when you go to China, Japan, uh, Thailand, uh, India, England. When you go to England, remove the big capitals where there's a lot of money, a lot of immigration, right? If you go to France, forget about Paris, Marseille, and Bordeaux, and you go into, you know, Nantes and all those places yeah. where it's mostly the original people, you see the culture, you see, you see the difference, Yeah. right? Now, United States, like Canada, are brand new countries. Mm. They're, they're new, so they need a lot of labor was a big country, not a, not a lot of people. And then just... Imported. Australia is the same thing. I went to Australia. I was shocked. Depending on what region you go, they look completely different, spoke completely different English, and had different uh, thoughts of different regions of Australia. Crazy. Okay. Right? Because it's a humongous country and everything is on the extremes because in yep. the middle, it's, it's complicated. <laughs> exactly. And that's the thing. So if you know the history, but when you go to China... You're Chinese. You know the Chinese. It's not... Now, the North and the South, they have their differences. You know what? That reminds me of uh, something that Dave Chappelle said. Mm -hmm. He said that they, like the United States were surely going to lose the war to China because everybody in the United States is racist and everybody in China is Chinese. Yeah. And that was interesting. For but me. you see, that actually makes... That actually resumes it perfectly. These countries where they look alike, think alike, speak alike... Act alike. Exactly. Asu. It's together. If you go to African countries, right? If you go to wherever you want, uh, Nigeria, whatever, you have a clear idea of what a Nigerian looks like. Yeah. If you know Africa, right? From the outside, if you ask anybody in the United States, what's they're Nigerian? All, he's like African. They're, they're Bring all, him wow. a Cameroonian. He looks Nigerian. <laughs> no, but you see what I mean? Like, you know, Somalian, you know. You look yeah. at him, you know he's Somalian. No. Just, yeah, he is black, but the way he's, you know, his face and the way the his body is made. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but okay, I, yes. I'm black, I can say the full head. Yeah, yeah, so the forehead and everything like that. You because can they have big brains, bro. They yeah. Just think yeah. a lot. Yeah, okay. About what exactly? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to know about <laughs> running for a very long time. But anyway, Kenyans and all these people, when you look at them, when you're into it, you can see the differences. You can see the difference between a Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Yeah, you can. But if you don't know, Asian is Asian, right? Oh, <laughs> the eyes are that way. And that's about it as far as I'm going with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you have to learn. You have to travel. You have to see. Now, difference does not make the grading. Mm -hmm. You're like that. I'm like that. Cool. In the United States. Yes, yeah, because there's no value to it. That's, that's it. No value. But in the United States, there's a power ranking, right? What you look like should represent your social status. Yeah. If a black man has money, he's a gangster. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. That's because what we see on TV. Right, if the cars. Asian have money. He's a doctor. Yeah, the and Indians too. The Indians too. Yeah. <laughs> Indians too. Or he's in a what? If he doesn't have money, he's in a call center. Is that it? Yeah. Or oh, the Uber driver. Yeah. You see the stereotypes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The New Quickie York, Mart, especially New York. The yeah. Quickie Mart. Or Asians have those Seven Elevens, right? Mm. Hurry up and buy. And all these stereotypes come from somewhere. And that's the thing. Oh, you see an Arab, and that's where it got super confusing. I don't know if you remember the movie Inside Man. Inside yeah. my own Denzel. Denzel when he's Washington. in a box or something. Yeah, like and that. you remember when they arrest the cab driver? He was Indian. Okay. He's like, yeah, I don't remember that movie, but I remember. Yeah, there's a scene where they stop the cab driver. He's like, yo, motherfucker, I'm not Muslim. 
I'm Sikh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because for them, everything it's the same that, thing. A that, turban yeah. that means desert. You're Muslim. <laughs> you're Arab. Yeah, yeah, yeah they don't. <laughs> and it over and it goes overwhelming. It's, it, it's interesting what you're saying because um, when the whole conversation about 9/11 happened, for me it was weird because like. Us North Africans, we have we are no way sh- like. Oh, you guys any- got lumped in. We're not. You guys them. got lumped in there. Yeah. By yeah. Harsh. Yeah. Like, oh, you're terrorist. I'm like, we're not terrorizing shit, bro. Like, <laughs> we, we, it's we like, oh, you know ourselves. Osama bin Laden. I'm like, no, like, what? hundred percent. Like, you guys oh, got put in Af- there. He's uh, Arab. I'm like, yeah, but I'm, I'm Tunisian, bro. Like, is he Afghan? No, he's uh, he's he's Saudi, but he was hiding in Afghanistan. Got you. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it was very confused. He was Saudi. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Even know that. yeah, yeah. He was a big family thing, and he was formed by the CIA. Yeah, yeah, rich, from the bushes rich, right? or something like that. Yeah, I seen, yeah. I seen the... So you see, he's a good guy when he's doing good, like Omar Gaddafi. We can go for hours oh. about him, and that's a whole other subject right there. Right? He 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 was a savior, then became a dictator, then became Satan, and then they had to kill him. Yes, he wasn't perfect by far. Name me one. Nobody's perfect. No, no name me one. No name leader. me one. No Let me leader. tell you something. We have the same president since 1982. Who? He's still there. 1982. What? You don't stay those many years because you're a nice guy. However, we have some... <laughs> Talk about longevity. It's like, <laughs> I am 82. Kind of, we have some kind of peace in the country. Yeah. And everybody's stressed out because when he's going to die, what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. But we have peace because his buddy, buddy was a French from France. Obviously, and they have the same law and they're trying to keep the same um, civil law. Exactly. And we don't really have a, a second... Uh, Big ambitions. That's the term you're looking for. Well, Be- because, because money, money buys a lot of... Uh, because you're under morals. the foot of your dictator, but you're comfortable under it. Well, exactly. I, I can relate to that because... Before 2011, Tunisia was a dictatorship. And the president that was in Tunisia stayed there for 23 years. So we couldn't say anything. We had no freedom of expression. But we had no terrorism. Our currency was stable. and The economy was doing very well. And the economy was doing very well. And the security in the country was amazing. Like you couldn't do anything to anyone because the security was there. Yeah. So girls could go outside, no, yeah, problems, yeah, no problems, white people, black people, anything. So that's the thing. So sometimes you're like, is it a dictatorship or... Because what but wait, I realized... But wait, Tunisian had to fuck up everything. 2000, 2011, <laughs> 2011, we overthrew them. Okay. okay. Why? Who, who overthrew them? The, the people. The people overthrew But why? What, how, who funded Hon- honestly, them? Honestly, I am 100% with it. Because for me, for me, under dictatorship, if you were born poor, you would stay poor for your entire life. Got you. Also, the, it's way more complicated because he wasn't just one guy trying to to keep his uh, throne and keep the stability of his country. He f- he married into a family that started stealing things. So let's say there are there. Are, and this is where they fucked up. It's when exactly. So so when picking. the family Stop started being, picking you know, greedy. stuff. So. Uh, you couldn't like you couldn't uh, build projects without them taking a part of it. You couldn't uh, bring they anything a from mafia. outside. Yeah, so they became a mafia, and they started taking things from people. And this is where we overthrew them. Now we overthrew them in 2011. We're now in 2023. Nothing is going well for Tunisia. Like nothing. Now you have to choose. Do you want to stay in a country where you couldn't say anything and 
the way that you're going to live when you're young is the way that you're going to live when you're older. And this is how your children are going to live and your grandchildren are going to live. But you're going to have the peace. But you're going to have the peace. Or you're going to risk starting everything by scratch and opening up the country to people that you weren't aware of. Because that's what happened that's in 2011. A, that's a hard dilemma, man. The country, like the country, opened up to people that were uh, exiled by the ancient regime, because oh. the ancient regime was like, "You uh, do causing... not represent peace to the country." So these guys were in London, uh, Berlin, uh, Paris for like 35 years, 40 years. The whole country changed, and they came back and they're like, "We we know how to run a country that we haven't stepped foot." in for 30 or 40 years that's wild so it's a big dilemma for me for my part because i i'm still young and hopeful i really do believe that at some point we're gonna find our balance because for me a country that lives in dictatorship for 30 40 years who didn't experience uh freedom freedom or even like tooth it's crazy because you have you have to think about things is it demo is it democratic right now tunisia yeah like so they're voting on, pa- on papers in. every five years no, you go vote on papers on papers on paper. you but go we can vote keep so can, so, so, there's there's corruption <clears throat> there's everything so can i ask you a question yeah how many countries do you know name me one actually that overthrew their government that was thriving before but because it had limited the freedom of speech and other things right that fell off that did better afterward friends oh yeah friends okay after friends. the revolution yeah he's talking about after the, the french revolution yeah like we're talking about Louis says getting his, his yeah, yeah. Uh, how his long head. it took huh how long it took yeah, until it, France it, yeah it takes it takes a long time i'm i'm no, no, 100% no, but, but except France and i'll tell you why France worry but except France who else i don't know turkey turkey has bombardments literally every week but okay right now <laughs> yeah, but yeah but that's like what i'm during saying during the 2000 and the, and the no you're going to have 90s, good periods though. that's the thing yeah. so like if you think about it these countries that overturned their dictators Libya, mm-hmm. wasteland, Syria. That, that's not true. That changed. When? No, no, it's, it started as a civil war. Right now, it's going better and better. No, it's get, well, it was so bad before. Yeah. And keep in mind, Omar Gaddafi brought richness, brought but education. But that's also, that, like, if we go to, in your way of thinking, that means that you shouldn't be overthrowing your... No, no, no. Uh, so, uh, like, colonialism, you so, shouldn't overthrow so, so I'll give you. So I'll give you... No, it's not colonialism. If it's them. If it's Ben Ali, it was Tunisia. Yeah, but it's not the same thing because Ben Ali was had like this social this social status and the, the power. Yeah, you know, I get that because he's there for so many years, right? Yeah. If you think about Venezuela, Nicaragua, all these countries all drop. Madness. Madness. Now, because the thing is, once it goes neutral, once the oppressor, the real oppressor, the okay, white man. So here's Argentina. Yeah. Doing Ar- fairly well. How is Argentina? They, they blackwashed the whole country first. They, what does blackwash mean? There's they, no black. There's no more blacks in the. Oh, they whitewashed. Uh, whitewashed. They're yes. whitewashed. Because I was like, they're I was like, they're I they're heard of whitewashing. Yeah. Like, blackwashed. No, <laughs> <laughs> Usually, they don't disappear. They the whitewashed the, the the whole country. The whole Nazi movement that ran away from Germany or went yeah. over there. If that's your status of amazing, no, you're telling me is, are they doing good? <laughs> they're doing, but they're but that's the good. thing. But I can say the same thing. Tunisia was doing better before. It's of course it's well. I don't Wait. think Tunisia was doing better. I, I, uh, believe, I believe that so. ben, ben Ali was he got greedy. doing a fairly good job. Yeah, but the 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 the, the country was thriving, tourism, and it's a tiny country that didn't mm. have a lot of natural resources. Okay, but it's but wait, also, wait, wait, wait. It's, it's also thriving on 
a few things. No, no. So let's say let's say Tunisia is thriving off tourism because people say that it doesn't have um, natural resources. South of Tunisia has plenty of petrol and gas that wasn't used. No, no, I get that part. I get that 100%. And the thing is, what, what was interesting for Tunisia for me, I was there before and after. And it's two different countries. Yeah. The people are the same, but the vibe, the energy is completely different. different. Yeah. And the thing is, I can give you a simplistic example. I don't know if you were here, but you know about the mayor of Laval. Vaillancourt. Yeah, I heard about him. You heard the whole story. About what? Le, le maire de Vaillancourt. No, I didn't hear it about so that. So he was the mayor of Laval, right? Yeah. For at least a good... Corrupt. Corrupt. 16, 17 years easily. He, everybody had hands in his pocket, the mafia and everything. But Laval thrived. Cafo Laval open. You know, Laval by population is the second biggest city in Quebec. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I'm mind And now right Quebec now. just fused with saint Foy. Now they went back number two. Okay. Right? <laughs> That's how they did. But Laval alone, I think it's a population of one million something. That's crazy. I didn't it's know that. It's humongous. But Laval, there's no more room now anymore. They had everything. The metro was coming in. Every project was being accepted as long as you gave a percentage. Right? That's how business was done. And there was this philosopher that said, some situations demand this type of, like China. China, China's thriving because they're like, listen, you morons, you can't think on your own. We'll think for you. I, I understand your point. And I don't and agree. I, I, am, I, am, I am agreeing that that's what Tunisia needs right now. But sadly, my Africa problem, needs that. That's my, what I believe. My, every, probably every, like, if a guy can stay 20 years, because Polbia didn't stay, it's not for whatever the hell I'm talking okay, here's, about. Okay, here's, here's, here's a good example in Africa right now. Yes. Rwanda. Yes, Rwanda has a uh, a president that, on paper, right now, is a dictator. Mm -hmm. But the he just thriving. took the country and he started thriving it. Now, my my question: Don't they have an open market? Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, it's a number one place if you yeah, want because yeah. they like, have open market. Yeah, yeah. But, but what happened was like they the needed place to be in Africa. They needed a catastrophe right. first. Yeah, that and they needed the, someone the to say, genocide. Everybody, FTFU, shut the fuck up, all. This is how we're gonna do this. But they opened up the country to business, like yeah. Singapore. So that, that made sense. But you think that that president right there is not filling up his pockets? Of course he is. So on every dollar, he's taking 10 cents. But as long as he's giving 90 cents, it's okay. Because nobody does anything for my, free. But my question, my question right now is, at some, because if you educate your, your country and you get, educate your people, at some point, they're going to see the problem in that. My question is that, are you going to like step out of the race? Cause that's that's all. But Libya, honestly, like that's all that I, right? honestly, that's all, no. When, when it's Libya, they were dumb as fuck. Libya under Gaddafi? No, they weren't. You're out of your mind. School was free internationally. School locally. was free, but like they the educational system they was the yeah, worst. Yeah, but the wait, that's why. So wait, Omar Gaddafi. Let's keep it real here. Omar Gaddafi <laughs> when he took over when he took over the government, right? He did a coup. He took over the government. He was a general. When he came in, the level of analphabetism in Libya was at 87%. Yeah, that's very he, high. Very high. And they had a lot of ga natural gas. They had a lot of things. And they had a lot of people in Europe coming in in their pockets. So he took over. The people were behind him. And he made two, three promises. He's like, everybody's going to have a home. Everybody's going to learn to read and write, right? And you'll have the freedom to go and read and write wherever you want. And everything was paid by the government. In 15 years, that 87 dropped to 22%. That's a win. That's a win. That's a big win. Where he fucked up, where he fucked up, and the only reason he fucked up <laughs> yeah. was he decided to go against Europe. Okay. So what did he do? The he, gold standard? 
thing? The, the gold and the communication issue. Okay. He came into the all African nations. He's like, listen, why are we renting satellites from Europe? Let's just pay the Chinese or the Russian and ship a satellite there and we take control over it. Yeah. And then he told the United States, you want my oil, you're paying me in gold, not in US dollars. So that way, that like gold- you're supposed to. Exactly. Technically, you're supposed to until- But the United States don't follow- okay with that. Yeah. And then what so happened- you get the right allies. Yeah. But Omar Gaddafi was an ally of the United States mm-hmm. for a very long time. The minute that he went against their pockets, all of a sudden, the United States give guns to the rebels and he got killed like a dog. And then only thing you're hearing on the media, he was a dictator killing people and shit yeah. like that. And he was. But what's the difference between that and the CIA killing people? No, exactly. There's no difference. It's absolutely the same thing. And I'm, I'm, uh, th- this story is the same one is in Burkina yeah. Faso with, exactly. uh, with uh, Thomas Sankara. Because and that's what before. I was telling you. If Paul Bia is still there 30, 40 years later, it's because he got it. He understood. He's giving those envelopes here's, to everybody. I, I don't think okay, anybody has... Here's eating. my question. My, my, my point is that You want to be a leader of this kind, I am okay with that. But you need to give me enough power for me at some point to take to, to take my freedom away. Those people, the Ben Ali, the Gaddafi, the Gaddafi, the all the even yeah. the king of Morocco, for, for me is doing is giving enough for you to survive and to be comfortable, but not enough for you to be free. You, you, and to, you, you to, see what's the, the like, issue here? Like, so ben, nobody's free. Let's make things super clear here. Even a, here. And in international law, the, the no, COVID thing is... No, we're not, we're not free. We, we, we're we, not free. We clearly But, see oh, that. In 2020, we seen we were not free. No, no, no. But all this was, like I said, all this is an illusion. We're living in a glass house where we don't see the glass. That's literally at that. It's Windex clean. But we are in a cage. But now, let's just say you're talking about freedom. Can you name me one nation on this planet today that has pure freedom? We can go Norwegian, and Sweden. You, I knew you were going there. That But was the easiest because it's always... Of it? Why do you think? Because they're white and only white. First. Second of all, they have so many little resources. It's a tiny... They don't have any... There's no country in the world that would like to invade them. Yeah. There's no reason. There's absolutely nothing. no... They have nothing to gain. What? Snow and mountains? There's no interest. Absolutely no interest. Okay. To, so if... Other nations have no interest to come into your country. If you're good enough and you're lucky enough and you have a good government, people leave you alone because there's no interest. I kid you not, if all of a sudden they find a pipeline that needs to go through that country, they're going to start gonna having problems. So, like, Africa is a gold mine. South America, Haiti is a gold mine. Why do you think Haiti is still in its shit show? And no- Yo, <laughs> Haiti, Haiti is... On fire right now. Yeah. It's outrageous what's happening. You would never even think this is happening in the Northern Hemisphere. Like, people don't... Like, there's no clean water. There's no, like... There's no eating. But you know, no, there's still slavery f- today. There's still slavery today. In 2023, there's still slavery in certain regions in Africa. There's, in Why China. There's slavery China's in China. another I, ball I, game. I, at some point, it happened in, in, in Libya. Yeah. I don't really like... They were the selling South. publicly. Yeah. Selling... People. Black. But what happened in 2023, freedom, and nation, and blah? Because there's no interest. Libya is a wasteland now. They took control over the, the gas. We don't need anything. Iraq. Saddam Hussein went. They wanted to save the people, right? It's happening with Iraq now. It's not even in the news. <laughs> It's not even in the news. The Babylon of this planet. Yet, the minute that they took over back the natural gas, everybody's being fed. Palestine is another example. 
the Saudis, the Qataris. It's not even a country. No, no, it's a like Google. Man, now you go on Google, you're right. It doesn't even exist. That's how fucked up it is. Yes, it's because crazy. yeah, because there's no advantage to go and help them. Absolutely nothing. They have absolutely nothing to gain. So if they find, if they find a gold mine, like I kid you not, petrol in <laughs> petrol in uh, in West Palestine, Bank, whatever. Yo. Suddenly Israel is losing. No, what's no, going to no, happen no, no. is they're going to tell the Israelis, "You're giving us fifty percent, or we're coming to handle the situation." Yeah, it's I, as simple as that. They're not. They don't. Simple. They don't want to see that. the Palestinians win. The reason why they don't go against China with the whole slavery with the Muslims in the south. Why do you think? Because they have diplomatic exchange, right? And the minute they they overlap that thing. Why don't they attack Russia? Right, there's concentration Russia. camps. Like, yeah. come on, and even even like the. That's what I love when you have those woke people. Uh, like no, but that's why when you talk to me about freedom, your freedom is limited depending on the interests of the na- of the world. It's as simple as that. But and, here's the thing: you're saying, you're, okay, we're gonna go back to Benali. So you're saying that he got greedy. That's why he, he, he fucked up. That, that's why he fucked up. Okay, so for, he got like, too comfortable. For you, after twenty you need, plus years, I mean, you need uh, you need a president that would take care of the situation without being greedy. That's no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Every president, every chef, every dictator will put advantage his friends and family first. That is human nature. Regardless, I haven't. And, and I don't think people mind that. I don't. That's if, the if thing. It's, if it's deserved, okay, if it's deserved, okay, and you know what you're brother. doing, I mean, people yeah, don't I mean, really like mind JFK that. had his brother as his. No, no, uh, but that's what I'm saying. Every yeah. country, the United States, are the worst. Don't get me wrong. The only reason is the wrapping that the United States puts it in is a lot better. That's all. It's more glamorous and more cool. We're the superheroes. Their marketing is a lot better than the rest of the world. Straight That's the up, only straight up. You're right. It's the marketing. What? The marketing. It's the marketing. You know, if you, you think about you know the United what? States compared to China, I want to pick your brain on that. Yeah. But I feel like right now you're describing Morocco. Yeah. Of course. Because basically, like, so that's why it is. That's the dictatorship. So what happened between Hassan II, the father, and his son now? Neatly, neatly wrapped things. Yeah. That's but that's it. what I'm saying. The father was a little bit more of an iron fist, right? You do it or you die. The father was more of a dictator esque, compared to his son that is considered weak, right? Because he's more cool and the suave, they even think he's gay. I think, so the whole thing, <laughs> right? The, those are the rumors again. No, no, I kid you not. I feel, yeah, they I find understand. him super soft and stuff like that. So your country is limited by your dictator, right? The father died, so the son took over, but it went directly with the bloodline, right? Yeah. It's not because the best guy yeah, yeah, out yeah. there. Is, but the best guy never comes perfect. Algeria is the perfect example. Algeria. The problem with Algeria is nobody wants to try <laughs> to fight Algerians because they're fucked in the head. The, no, but I say this. Are you everywhere, everywhere. That's the thing. Yeah. The, we have oil for, we were the only countries 10 years ago, if I'm correct, that didn't have a national debt. 75 billion plus. That's crazy. One of the only, co- so we're considered as a third world country. Yeah, you are, exactly. But we're, we're 75 billion plus. Today, you know how much is left? I don't know. Zero. You know why? No. I'll tell you why. Chinese decided to play Monopoly with Africa. Yeah. You know how the white I heard came? They're doing, they're doing they're that. They're doing that in the Caribbean they're too. So they learned from the white man. The white man came with an iron fist. You follow or we kill. You turn this religion or we kill. Chinese are like, nah, man. I don't care about your culture. I'm even going to learn your culture. I'm even going to marry into your culture. You go to Algeria, you got Chinese marrying Berbers and Algerians. Yeah, in Jamaica too. Like I went to Jamaica, I seen so what Chinese you... people would speak Patois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They oh, adapt. Everywhere. They yeah, adapt. Man, like, you know, we were making fun of them in the 80s, 90s. They were everywhere taking photo, photo, photo. They were studying people. They were studying. They were studying. <laughs> they were doing fucking research. Kodak studying. Now, if you go to Africa, most of the airports, ports are theirs. They didn't steal them. 
They, they didn't them. do war. What did they, they do? They let them put them They there. came in and they're like, listen, your country has difficulty. We'll fix it for you for half of the price. If you cannot pay, we're going to take land as collateral. We want to stay in your country. We want the money to stay in your country. Most people are like, Africans are like, yeah, why not? Why the fuck would I pay somebody locally if you're going to do it to me half of the price? And the other half that he has a budget, most presidents, what they do, I have a million dollar budget. You, it's costing you 300000 700000 in my pocket. For sure. And that's how they're doing it. And the country's happy because the thing is getting made. And that's how they're doing it in Quebec. The too, airport in the Algeria, he will confirm, it was being built for almost 10 years. Didn't even advance. Chinese came, fixed it in a year and a half. Crazy. Year and a half. Senegal, how they fucked up. Chinese came in. We'll do you this. We'll do you that. We'll fix you the roads. They're like, all right, how much? This. If you can't pay, we're taking the port. Isn't that what Akon did to you guys? Uh, no, 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 Akon was even better. Akon yeah. took... And he made money too. He, well, he made money and China made money. They gave him what, 10? A billion. A billion. A billion. They, get, they started with a billion, now he's at a, seven. Seven billion. So they gave him a billion and he's like, I'm going to return it, I think, three times. He gave electricity to Africa and then the money came back. Chinese are like, yo, you can give all the electricity you want. We had zero, zero risk. So he, he basically took money from, if I understand yeah. correctly, he... He took money from China. Yeah. Uh, he took a loan. Yeah. yeah. He took a loan from China. Yeah. Put that money to bring electricity to yeah. people. Made money out of bringing yeah. electricity to people. A lot of money. Gave money yeah. back. Gave yeah. money back. Okay. Bluff. So Chinese bluff. win. Chinese win didn't even need to send labor. I don't see any problem with that. Wait. Now all the land is owned by the Chinese. Oh, okay. That's why I, I said- I see a problem with that. Because they're, some they're country now, didn't pay back. Yeah, because they can't play back. Senegal's port, that's the main entrance of everything imported and exported. And they're paying a tax to the Chinese now. Okay. And that's the country. So they're playing Monopoly, like I said. They're not coming with weapons or anything. We're just buying. You can't afford, we buy. And the funny part is like, even in Cameroon, you're going to have, you know, those people sitting in the, like on the road next to the road, whatever, selling little things. Chinese came in and they did the same thing. That was the difference between France and Chinese. The French are like, it's all he always going to look from above. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I know Africans that would rather buy Chinese-made products than their own products from home. Yes. Yeah, because it's cheaper. Because, again, it's survival. If I have $10 and this local thing is going to cost me 5 and the Chinese is going to cost me 2 I'm going to go for the 2 For sure. Because I'm desperate. Chinese, African Chinese, I'm going to call yeah, them. Yeah, because they are African Chinese. They became billionaire and they're not going back to China. They don't need to go back anymore. That's they're wild. good and comfortable. They're marrying Africans and they're living luxuriously there. And that's the beauty about it. They don't care. They don't need to send back the money. They send a certain percentage. But China's overpopulated. Yeah. So they're like, okay, we got the education. We got all the tools to succeed elsewhere. And we're going to come as corporates and as business. Here in Quebec now, the law came through. January 1st. January 1st. They cannot invest if they do not live here for a certain amount of time. Right? Because they noticed (laughs) that they were buying everything. Yeah, for sure. There was land in Alberta that these Chinese never been to Canada, that they own. <laughs> They're literally playing Monopoly with the world. But then I have a question for you guys. Is this still worth it for an African guy or whatever to move to the Western countries instead of staying in their own country nowadays? So, I'd say no. It depends where. Yeah. That, I would that, never yes. leave Africa I, to I go to the States. I think an African can move to Africa right now. Like the migration can... With the money that he has. Within the continent. Yes. With the money that he has. Like Ghana, yeah. you remember when like they did if, the... What's my call? Going uh, back home. Yeah, going back if, home if thing. If I had to move... Like if I was in Tunisia right now and I had the, the, the choice to move, 
knowing what Canada is and what Quebec is, I would I would be moving to Rwanda, probably. No, oh, yeah, there's what, an was, like, what would I'm you like, this back? place is thriving. <laughs> there's uh, space and food for everybody. I am going there. And I'm not trying to... And, uh, and the in. nuance is rich, middle-class, poor. The poor could always be like, I'd rather be poor, like live and go try somewhere yeah, for else. Sure. <laughs> but middle-class and rich, why would you leave? But that's what Canada sells to the world. They're selling middle-class. Wherever you're coming from, from Africa or wherever, they're like, we'll give you an opportunity to be met. That, that, that's not necessarily true because in, in North Africa, there's a lot of uh, upper-class people moving. I am upper-class in Tunisia. I had to move. No, but why did you move here? Because there's no opportunity in Tunisia. Opportunity it's, for what? For anything. Because if you're upper-class in any poor country, that means you're like... In that, the t- that's not necessarily true because the opportunity, the opportunity that you have is just and only what they will allow you to have. That's it. No, but that's the thing. Because that's how you say so, it depends on which country. Yeah, because the thing is, a lot of people that come from Algeria to here is the opportunity to be freer, right? And have an opportunity to make more money for the future generations. The only rich people back home remain rich. I don't even understand how people can see as North America being free, man. Like, no, that's because like, that's how it's being sold. That's where, and compared like, to where the, we're the coming from. The marketing, yeah, but like we have like Poor permits. People. No, the, but the, the thing the, is yeah. here, you can start a new product and be rich. You can be uh, whatever you want. Yeah, open yeah, a business sure, and be sure, rich. For sure, for sure, for sure. That and happening rich. back home, that being, no, but rich meaning comfortable. You're paying yeah. your bills. That's the definition of rich. Mm-hmm. Not having luxurious cars. That's something new. That's Fair a enough. consumer's yeah, yeah, yeah. brainwashing, right? You have a lot of money, you spend it with us. But Louis Vuitton, all these brands, this is not an African dream at all. No. The American dream is to have a roof over your head, food on your table, Expensive. and not worry and not worry to pay the bills. The that's Amer- literally richness. The, the American dream is not the African dream. That's it. No, not at all. But that's the thing. No, I mean, I, I mean, like the the original American dream is to have a roof over your head, and and be whatever you want to be. Be whatever you want. Marketing banks needed to sell houses. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but like I, I, I'm saying, I'm <laughs> saying that rings. the American dream exactly is what is our dream for us right now in Africa and all the African people that are moving from Africa. That's their dream because the American dream is not American anymore. I don't believe like the American dream. No, no, the American dream, dream now is dead. It's an American nightmare actually yeah, because it it's it's this rabbit hole constantly funneling down to spending Bugattis, sexy women and all that wasn't what we were going for. We are going for freedom. You can do whatever you want, think however you want. Freedom of mind, of speaking, and living. Which That's is not a case anymore, technically. Exactly. Technically. Because you can be canceled anytime, like, for saying the wrong no, thing. No, just, just like, when they hit us with the passport, uh, the vaccine passports, that was yeah. wild, yo. That was some, like, that was really, really wild. Like, But that was wild, but it wasn't shocking to me coming from a country where well, no, all of a sudden they put you a curfew, like, yeah. Okay, no, but that's, that's what happens is because we live in North America, we're like, oh, we're, we're free, not used we're free, and then after they hit us with that, and then you're just like, all right, well, we just joined the rest of the world in their oppression because there's no freeness. But the funny part is like in outside North America or Europe, there's still ways to make, you can still make money. The lifestyle is definitely not going to be the same. Like I call Canada, United States, like a toxic husband. He's just going to give you just enough to love him, but he's still gonna slap you at the end. And be like, yeah, but he loves me. Like, it's hit a- you with the taxes. <laughs> Another tax. No, because that's Listen how that. the government actually worked for me, right? Here in Quebec, imagine after you hit a certain bracket of money, they tax you at 49%. Mm-hmm. 
So I, every dollar bro, you this make. Is what? When I learned that, I was like, I ain't never Every dollar I make, I give 49 cents. It's crazy, I'm bro. The, I'm the government's bitch. That's yeah. what I am. Yeah. I think pimping whores have better returns. <laughs> you, basically, you basically work from January to July for free. That's yeah. what you're doing. This yeah. is crazy. But yet, they sell it to you as a free country. Yeah. You're free to what? To follow Got free the rules. Medicare. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> which, is honestly, which is honestly not that exactly like but you know why it's in Tunisia it's free too marketing marketing it's all the packaging they sell you this beautiful thing beautiful country it's the commercials yeah the... you can think however you think as long as you think between the lines the lines are wider here compared to Africa Africa has less tolerance to bullshit because mm -hmm. they know it's like a virus that could grow so once you start writing or talking certain type of way you like okay you're going to jail and that's why they run away to you. And Europe. there's a longer history. Like you said, it's a, we're a new country. Exactly. Like, a places, like places like North Africa, Middle East, they have so much history that they've seen so many different human Turn around. And the biggest cycles. mafia in the world today is the government. Of course. 100%. Trudeau's whole election thing that happened the last two years. Pure madness. Pure madness. Yet, he acted like a dictator. But no, he was voted in legally well, yeah, speaking. Like, yeah, but that's, too, but that's what I'm saying. So when you're talking about these dictators in Africa, the only difference is the rapping and the I, marketing is different. They're telling I, you, I am a dictator, yeah. but I'm doing it because I love you. The dictators here are like, no, we are the best solution. They're just lying to you in your face. And a lot of people that are not educated. Are, and the thing is, if you notice, right, because we, have, we do this mistake in Montreal. We think Montreal is Quebec. And it's not at all Quebec. No, nope. Not at all. The people that vote for La CAC and whatever. It was right? outside Quebec. Outside Quebec. Absolutely. So all those votes. And people are like, how come he won again? I'm like, what do you mean? You have to know They Quebec. love Legault. That's it. They because love Legault. The way he's talking <laughs> to those people, you know that that uh, that check that he was promising and shit like that? Those but, people outside of Montreal, they needed that shit. So for them, he was like, he's a savior. And also, he target his, because I was following yeah. politics 100, like, it was old. Baby boomers, yeah. that that is the actually the biggest from numbers wise, the biggest population in Quebec. Because they were what, having eleven kids, twelve kids yeah. back in the day. So what in would I care about the guy that just came from Algeria or Cameroon in Montreal? Montreal, I these artists that smoke weed, <laughs> like straight up. Let me uh, let me target my people for to win. And I'm yeah. here for another four okay. years, and in four years, those ones were still gonna be there. And what's the difference between me falsifying the vote or me manipulating the crowd marketing to fall, to actually win the votes? Okay, you see what I'm saying? It's like yes, it's different because you okay, think you have a choice. So, so for you, the situation in Rwanda, the situation in Cameroon is fairly the same. It's not fairly the same. So Rwanda is a little bit of luck. Because the person that took power had actually good intentions. Mm -hmm. We'll see for how long that lasts, too. That's my point. That's my That's point. You have good intentions, but how, for how long? When's the moment you're going to fuck it up? No, because why point. they're going to fuck it up is because other exterior influences are going to come. It's always there. They're like, hey, you're doing too good. So we want to be. Like, Yo, in 2015, everybody loved Trudeau. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. He was a savior. We were like, what? He was a savior. What? Wasn't it Batman that said, if you stay long enough, you see yourself become the villain. You, you become the villain. That's exactly, exactly so what happened. So for, me, for me, the solution is having a dictator that would step down at some point. But that, but why, why would you do that? Again? Why would you do that? Nobody's doing no. that. I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, I expired my time. Peace I, out. Or, <laughs> yeah. or you do like Gabon, where you had Omar Bongo, who was the, he was there before Paul Bia. He was the oldest president. 
And then he put his son after. Yeah, but you're always going to put the people that you... Uh, you again, again. That's what Morocco is doing. Like they had to have well, they have a king, no, so they... technically they're saved by that. It's royal. Yeah. They're not going to put a, but, but a peasant they... to the government. <laughs> for, for me, like maybe, maybe I'm just like uh, a little naive about it, but for me, like if I stepped as a president of a country and mm. I had good intentions, but I'm going to rule with an iron fist and like, no, no, I no, need no, to no. save those people. And I'll twist it. I'll twist it. I'll twist. No, I'm no. going to put some money in my pocket. That's for, for sure. You well, have to feed. Thing, uh, the, okay. Whatever the, uh, it paved by good intention. The, some, the, the road to hell is paved by good intention. So at, straight some, up. at some point when I see myself not being him anymore, not yeah. being the person that like is doing the good of you, the country. You think they realize why? it? Why? No, my my point no. is that they don't even see the population oh, wait, anymore. Wait, wait, wait. Come on, when you're at certain level, you don't. No, see most the... people's most Come on, people... history repeats itself. We're not. We're yeah. not. We're not. But in the, the thing is, what you're now right but now. But what you're talking about is self awareness to a different other level. So you're thinking that Omar Gaddafi, as much maybe he had good intentions, maybe not. I don't know him, right? But what he was trying to do at the beginning was really good noble. and positive, noble. Yeah. And then eventually, for whatever reason, influence people. We're human. We get influenced. You have bad days, you have good days, right? Sometimes you're like, fuck the world. Imagine you have that much power, that much money. You're on top of the world. And this idiot comes up to you. He's like, yo, you could have done this. Like, fuck you. Kill him. And that's it. And once you cross that line, you go. I don't know if you ever watched um, that would be, like, the that animation would be Death Note. You have yeah. to watch. Yeah. So Death Note. Light, I watched it. The main character, right? Yeah. When he started writing names on the book, he was, was good, intentions, good intentions. The minute somebody did, uh, challenged him to lose that power, he started doing some iffy shit, yeah. right? And that's why I love that series because even L started doing iffy shit to actually catch him, right? And that's what happens in humanity. If you stay there long enough and you obsess long enough, you're going to start, the lines are going to start getting blurrier because you think that your thoughts and your intentions are the best ones. And sadly, anybody has an expiration date. But, but in the long run, it takes years and years. It's not after... But yeah, like but nobody's going to fall down. Okay, as so much now, as you become the bad guy, you're like, yo, yeah. my bad, I'll try better. But <laughs> here's, here's, here's my point. So now with recorded history, knowing that history is very cyclic and those cycles are getting shorter and shorter, do you think that right now, whenever a new dictator is going to step up in, let's say, Africa or Asia or whatever, the, with like straight up dictators, do you believe that right now they're going to be aware that at some point they'll have to step down? No, no they, they know they have the expiration date. So now they're trying to make a maximum of money, maximum of power and connections. So if ever they fall down, where's Ben Ali now? Dead. Okay, where's his kids and his fortune? Well, some, is, some are there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is crazy, bro. Exactly. And uh, Omar Richard, Gaddafi's Richard. Sometimes, sometimes I'm in my bed like that. I'm like, I should go fuck him up. <laughs> you see? I should go That's look my for point. him and fuck him up. They know they're going to die eventually. These people live with a ride or die mentality. They know Shedli for Algeria. He was on top of the power. He got ultra greedy. He knew his time. He wasn't going to stay there eternally. His kids in Texas, he has ranches. All shebang. Omar Gaddafi's money. He was probably one of the richest men in the world. Where's his money now? Where is his money? The country doesn't have it, that's for sure. The country is in shits. As much as it's getting better, where is all that money? Algeria, where is all that money? But my, my point, why, why don't they just like secure what they have? But what's enough? Stay. But what's enough? Hold, hold on, hold on. They're going to... Enough is what you have uh, when 
you see the expiration date coming up. No, oh. no. hold on, <laughs> hold on. You, my you, point, my point is that we we're right now in 2023. You believe with recorded unicorns. history? Yes, exactly. <laughs> with recorded oh, history. You? So I'm 25. 25. Okay. So <laughs> here's the thing. So here's the thing. So no let's fact. let's take the the most recent uh, dictatorship form. So that would be Rwanda for me. Okay. It's very recent. Okay. So Paul Kagame takes the power in like what 2003 four that's super recent like lebron james was playing at the nba so now with recorded history and his knowledge for me the logical thing to to do as you're stepping up okay we're not talking about years and years after that as you're stepping up and you're knowing what you're getting into you know that there is an expiration date and you know that at some point you're going to do some efficient and Coming to your point, imagine this. At a certain point, you, you think Paul Bia in Cameroon knows everything. He hears from people now. And people be like, as long as he's sitting there, I eat, my family eats, everybody eats. Well, I'm going to tell him that everything okay. Until the day that it's I, not. It's not. Okay. I'll so get, I'll, I'll so give you, you think at some point they get like a veal in front of their face? Yeah, for sure. They think they're invincible. I'll give you a perfect example and forget about countries. FIFA. Yeah. You heard about the whole scandal? Yeah. Okay. How did he fall down? How did he re, re, leave FIFA? Oh, so he wasn't aware. He acted like he wasn't aware. He said it wasn't me. It was them. Everybody fell before him. Uh, Bueller, Butler, whatever his name is, the German guy, yeah. the Belgium, Sweden guy, whatever. He the had Swiss, all he, sw he was Swiss. Swiss. He had all the power in the world. Two, three times, it was super close. He was gonna get caught. He had so much control. The whole thing with the Trini guy from uh, the North American uh, Confederation. The yeah, yeah, Confederation. This was blunt. There was proof. It was like, no, it wasn't me. It was literally shaggy. It wasn't me. Yeah, yeah my dick was they, my, it wasn't that, me. That's what they do. It wasn't me. And then he didn't want to relieve until what happened. Until the people that were eating under him were like, yo, he's going to sink all the whole boat. So from the interior, for, for they me, made him drop and then they took away the power. For His me, right hand now is president. How is this helping the FIFA? For, for me, what's crazy about this is that we're not learning from history. Because No, we but we don't. We should be tweaking things. So yeah, they're, they're tweaking. Like, they're tweaking. Dude, they've been they're tweaking. tweaking. The no, packaging no, no. Here, is different. So, here's, here's the, <laughs> again, again, here's the, the marketing so, is just let, different. Let's go back to the whole Paul guy I think. So if he's aware about this, so you, he's starting, if he's aware that there's an expiration date and at some point he's going to do some effy shit, secure what you want to have and what you stole or whatever you, you think you, people owe you. Do you really think they care about the money? Hold on, hold on. They don't and, care about and the just, money. And like, just try to play somebody else and go down in history as a single of the I'll give, you another, I'll give you another example. Wait, wait. Like, give why you... do you have to go down in history I'll... as... Wait. Because they're going to, like, they're going to kill you. They're going to rebrand you. But they don't care about you. that. But they don't care about that. They really don't care about that. They think about their family. But that's it. It's and money like... and power. Fuck, at this the is, end, this is fuck the respect. This is sad. I'll power. give you another example power. of a movie that is very cultural. It's culture, uh, pop culture. Scarface. Mm -hmm. What's the story? The migrant that goes migrant, to Miami. Then he gets, makes start money. And then he's like, I am the truth. Nobody can fucking touch me. He was on top of the world until he wasn't. And then he died like a dog. Yet we remember him dying like, fuck you. Here's my little friend, blah, 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 so blah. They, they he could have stopped when he dropped that yeah, bag. That big yeah, bag of money, yeah. that was good. He could have went there, bought some land in Florida, chilled on that shit, and cashed out yeah. in 2023. He Castro, Castro was the same thing. You he could have did that. all that. Us, 
like you. But country say die you be, you on be, his own term. And this is another thing yeah, too. Yeah, but the country died too. Let, hold up, hold up. There's an energy thing. It takes so much energy to get to that certain spot that you're not willing to let that go. Of course, that, Pablo, Pablo and that's Escobar. All, and that's all you know. Guy. This is all you know. This is all you know. Even he if you wanted it. But it's still... Pablo Escobar was still finding bags of so much money he had. You think it was about money anymore? At the end, it was just to say, fuck the world. This is my world. I'll do it my so way. He, he just did it because he can't do it. Exactly. Okay. When you get that much power... And you think at money. some point, like whoever you are... You, get is yeah, you lose power. it. You get blind. No, you get blind. You, and the thing is, I honestly believe that they believe what they're doing is good. I honestly no, I believe that. Yeah, because you have to believe it. Yeah, but that's what you I'm saying. You have to believe it. That he I sleeps well like, at night. I, I, think, I think Ben Ali or Paul Kagame yeah, yeah. Whoever. or uh, Justin whoever Trudeau. all these Just, guys. Justin Trudeau. I really, like, yeah, I really do believe that they have, yeah. like, their intentions were truly good, but they got lost in it. No, they got lost. Trudeau, I believe, when he listens to the conservatives, like, these guys are idiots. I'm doing this for the greater good of the country and blah, 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 blah. I'm not saying they're evil, like, evil and they're doing it in purpose. That what happens is you they think this is human nature. It's human, but you see it constantly. Go and watch Batman. He says it clear. Be the good guy long enough, you're going to become a villain. Because what happens is once we put you on that high pedestal, you're going to yeah, have haters. Yeah. And then from there, you're going to have Death Note. Put it the best way. Yeah, so it's He had that much same... power and he was like, I'm just going to kill the bad guys. It's basically Crime went down to artist. 0%. And then what happened? Somebody was like, yeah, but you're not allowed to be judge and jury. Yeah. And then somebody started challenging him and then he had to kill bystanders to keep that power so he can do some good. But you were doing bad. So that's basically the same thing as artists because when artists became more in independent investing their money and became that's why like, have more bigger, 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 too. bigger. Some people were like, no, fuck this. We're going to try to cancel them. And some people were like labeled things yeah, that they weren't. So they they were trying to dig shit out of like ten Absolutely. years ago. Like let's but, say Ke Kevin Hart was getting bigger and bigger, and it wasn't just in comedy because he was investing money in uh, right and left, and he was getting like richer and richer. And now he's gonna host the Oscars. But it's yeah. now, but it's not the dig. money. Yeah, why they cancel him? It's not the money. It's the notoriety. It's because he had. He, he was yeah, an influencer. That, that's, that's my point. So he... he Andrew he, he, he was... No, he look was at good. Kanye West. Look at Kanye so West versus Jay-Z. Kanye West versus Jay-Z. Kanye West had power and he's like, I'm going to say what I think, how I think it. Jay-Z was like, I have more power. What am I going to do? I'm going to sleep with people that are wealthier than me. The NFL. So I'm going to be their pawn so I can make that much money. The Democrats. Chris Rock said it best. There's a difference between rich and wealthy. Mm -hmm. Rich is Shaq. Wealthy is the one that signs his checks. And, and you know even, I mean? even if Shaq had the money... Of the person that signs his check, the person that signs his check would not let him have that position. That's it. That power. It's like, it's that like yeah, when he went back to uh, Universal to buy his masters, they would not sell his masters. He had a, he had enough money to buy his masters. They're like Michael no. Jackson, same thing. Same thing. Same thing. All saying? the big artists is finish. You know, well, I, I'm starting to agree with you because like, <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah. okay, no, no, because we're saying two no, hours later. Because we're saying we're, we're saying is it's human nature, and I I just think it's sadly it's very sad. But as uh, as you mentioned, Jay Z went to Universal and tried to buy Kanye. His uh, Kanye, Kanye, yeah. but went to Universal and tried to uh, try to buy his masters, and they couldn't let him. And it's not because he's masters. black; because Taylor Swift tried the same thing. Here's the thing: power. It's power Big and Sean, imagery. I think Big Sean tried to buy his masters of Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Kanye West said no. So no. Kanye West, so when he for started... me, it's just like this guy made a rant about. No, 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 no. What you, no, what you gotta understand is that he doesn't even run the label. Yeah, 
because he's just a name. He's a brand. It's like it's like it's like you sell like uh, tissue, and then you 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 have a popping brand. So who who owns good good music? Def Jam Universal. Yeah. Okay. Right, but they don't really. Like the, so the, when when Big Sean went to to Kanye and told, and told yeah, him, but like, he didn't want to help masters. him because he's like I have no power. So what happened was Kanye. I'll give you the best example with Gap when he decided. Now it was Gap, yeah, Gap, Gap when he decided to do that twenty dollar brand, right? Okay. He's like, oh, let me do this and that, 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 that. And they're like, no, we're not gonna make enough money, especially with your name. What's the point of having your name and we're gonna make twenty percent profit when we can do eighty percent? The same T-shirt could sell eighty bucks. Yeah, you do your ten dollars. And I do my $70. Now you're telling 20, so I'm just making 10. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he became a bad guy. Yeah. All of a sudden, everything he did was bad. He did the church thing, right? That was good because, you know, it kept the black people entertained. Everything that he did was okay. The Kim Kardashian shit, all his thing killing her husband. The minute he went against the man that feeds him, the Jews, the corporates, she got to be wild. eliminated. Yeah. How, how all of a sudden... And Kenya is not a fur that tried that. Yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson is the Prince. exact same story. Prince, Prince. the same thing. Also, yeah. All these guys went against the hand that fed them, and all of a sudden they got eliminated. Karate. It's as simple as that. And they all remembered all drug dealers. Uh, and then when they die, when they die, then they put them as saints and martyrs. Like yeah. Michael Jackson, oh my God, what yeah. a great artist. You know when why? Michael Jackson was alive, he was a pedophile. Wacko Jacko. That's what they used to call him in, in the newspaper. Wacko Jacko. <laughs> yeah. like, so and like, then when he died, they have to sell albums. Right, I'm sorry, but the one, but that's what they called him, though, for real. And like, same thing as Tupac. Tupac was labeled a thug, like the uh, 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 like la rapaz of society. Like when he was alive, they made more money off him after dead than when he was alive. Good business, good business. But they didn't have the the mouthpiece anymore. They didn't have the Michael Jackson talking anymore. Didn't have the Prince. And he made them ten albums before even released. So it was like a gold mine. They paid off the mom for the copyrights. Here it's twenty million. And they made 200 million. They made movies, t-shirts, everything. Biggie, same thing. You think Puffy made Puffy made money off Biggie, but the labels on top of him made a lot. So of how, money. how come Dave Chappelle escaped the, the ropes? He didn't. He signed to Netflix. Did, didn't you hear that they so called him crazy? Now you so, think he's just repeating everything? Oh, and that's else? another thing too. When <laughs> he left the Chappelle show, he was a crackhead. Cra- yeah, yeah. Like he was every- a crackhead when he left comedy. Yeah, network. that's what I'm saying. When he, so came, he back, came back, he came back. He came back. feeding? Cleared his name. No, who 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 feeds him? Netflix. 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 So you think what? he's repeating everything with Netflix? Of course. Okay. Netflix. If they're gonna back you because they're making more money than headaches, it's as simple as that. As long as we're making more money, when Kanye started getting hated, people start boycotting his shit. So they're not selling. It's not even people. It's the companies that yeah. started boycotting his shit. Like the Adidas banks. actually copied their own brand. And they're like, yeah, it's not easy. It's Adidas now. And they're like, wait, you can't do that. Yeah, look at the contract. So fuck you. We don't need you anymore. Goodbye. And that was that. Dave Chappelle is a money. He lives, where does he live? Virginia? Ohio. 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 He doesn't farm. bother anybody. He can talk about the LGBTQ. LGBTQ is what? 2% of the population? It's, it's publicity. They're the marketing. And he does his uh, shows and his shows are full. Everybody's eating. Everybody's eating and he's just bothering. I would like to see him talk about the Jews or something like that. Go ahead. Or about Netflix. We'll see how far that's going to go. The contracts. Yeah. Like what Ye was trying to say, he had a good point, man. Show the contracts. And why is it that every bad contract in the history of the music industry has been done by Jewish people? That's what he wanted to know. And then he became anti-Semitic. And that's how they label you. And then you can't do nothing. Marketing. Marketing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> marketing. Like that, that word anti-Semitic is just like you basically speak in the wrong term of somebody that doesn't like the way you, you could be speaking of good. 
like yeah was he's trying to say that like why do we do this to our own people why do we abort our own people why do we kill each other when the jews don't and why do they perpetuate gangster rap and all of these when when like the jews don't do that to their own thing uh, to their own people he was called anti-semitic so you can't even say anything that's like that like that's the greatest word you you, you label somebody anti-semitic they're toast especially in no, the, it's over like it's over man it's over there's certain words that they tag to you and you're done. Sex offender, uh, pedophile, and anti-Semitic. Those are the labels you don't want to be close to. The rest will pass because it sells uh, newspapers, it sells media, it's attention. Okay. Dave Chappelle's been navigating perfectly in these oceans. <laughs> Literally. He's like, okay, this is too hot. This even said it on his last special. He's like... Kanye lost his mind, and even that subject, I'm not willing to touch. Exactly. He even said it himself. He's like, usually I call him, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna like, wait. I'm gonna see how this ends up because he, he, he it's never been funny. done before. He said, he said, if it's blacks, it's a it's a gang. If they're Italian, it's a mob. If it's Jewish, it's a coincidence, and you should never. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you said on SNL, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like. That just goes to show you it's all about marketing. It's all about how And the difference between that and the dictators in Africa and whatever is like, oh, we're just going to put a bullet on your head instead of going but, anti-femed, blah, blah, blah. But before I close this pod, we have to be very clear on one thing. All these titles of dictators and shit like that are being put by, by the white, white people. Guys. Yeah, because tr if Trudeau, back, Trudeau's like that. Like yeah. when, when, like this is like basically dictatorship. I'm not saying that it's as deep as yeah, what's yeah. happening but like we get it this the marketing is, like a, is better <laughs> this is this is like dictatorship man because he could stay in power for another 16 no, because years if you look and talk to a white guy he's gonna say the president of cameroon is a dictator mm -hmm. right but if you go to cameroon they're like, gonna be like yeah but he's you know we're good we like it it's peaceful right and that's what messed me up with tunisia because when ben ali was there as much as he wasn't good and he had certain fucked up things the country was thriving well uh you it's, said it it's, yourself. It's 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 different because the country was thriving, but he wasn't giving to the people anymore. That's what I'm saying. So let's say uh, Qatar. Okay, yeah. Qatar is a dictatorship. Like you cannot touch the power of Qatar. The thing with Qatar is that if you're Qatari or if you're in in the Emirates, if you're Emirati, you're getting money because you're Emirati yeah. or because you're country, and that's what. Gaddafi did with Libya. The Libyans were getting money out of what the government was making in petrol. Yeah. In Tunisia, we didn't have that anymore because the family... He, he got too greedy. ...took everything. And I'm talking like everything. So here's a perfect example of what happened. McDonald's wanted to open in Tunisia. McDonald's already opened in uh, in, uh, in uh, Morocco. And Not in Algeria. In, Forget about Algeria. Yeah, Morocco and um, <laughs> probably Egypt or and Egypt. There you go. It was a stupid dispute. So basically, uh, McDonald's was like, "We're opening with you, but it's just that you have to know that the center that processes our meat and our um, and our chicken is in Egypt. We're gonna work with them, and we're bringing the meat here." And we're going to work with this guy in Tunisia that we think is a good deal with us. So when the contract came to Tunisia, the family of the president who owned the only uh, meat processing company of Tunisia was like, no, 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 you're either working with us or you get the fuck out. Greed. <laughs> Again. Exactly. So that greed. money didn't came in. 
McDonald's is, is not the only story. So that money didn't no, no, come but in. I believe All you. the past. But so it's greed. What I'm saying is that it's greed. I'm, I, I, I know from the outside world, Tunisia was thriving. Between 2005 and 2010, it was a descent into hell. No, no, I believe you. But I... what happened is that they like the descent into hell is just accelerated with mm -hmm. 2011. But it was happening at some point or another. Sure. It was no, no, no. But that's but, the, gonna happen but like too. everything, like every power, like every government, they will be falling eventually. Everything comes with an expiration date. Some people leave with grace, and others but do you die. Believe, do, do you believe it works? Like it works, it, like. On it's the other side, so let's say itself. if there's an expiration date to uh, good times, yeah, is there an expiration date to bad ones? Of course, for sure. So it's, a, it's a cycle. So you think the situation in Tunisia right now has an expiration date? Yes, yes. for sure. But it could take a hundred years. Okay. That's the thing. To go from bad to good is a lot longer than good, good to bad. bad. Good That's to bad is like a, it's a matter of a year. Right? Yeah, you can you can destroy everything. But we could talk about this for centuries to be extremely honest. <laughs> I was thanks again for everybody. Yo, yeah, thanks, thanks for having, for having us. us. Yo, so, like honestly, I finished more depressed than I started. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. That's gonna be a no, long car out. Actually, right home. I I'm happier because it just confirms like I what I see out here now in Montreal. I'm not the only one seeing it. Is it still worth it? Wait, so to conclude that, actually, that's what I was going to say. Regardless, only here in Quebec, we could have done this. Yeah. yeah. That's the only big... Well, you can do this in Tunisia because you have freedom of speech, but whatever. Yeah, you can do freedom of speech, but go and try to find an Afro-Canadian, a Cameroonian that has a baby with a, a Lebanese... You know Yo, I mean? they're everywhere. We're talking about <laughs> you know, we talked Lebanese about them in, like in the, uh, earlier in, in another podcast. Bro, there are 10 millions in Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Jamaica. And they don't and care about politics Haiti, in the in sense that when they leave the country, they but they always bring back the money back home. Man. Strangely enough. But again. How, how come the country is just shit? Right it's now? shit because where they're situated and everything going on around them, yeah, they're, they're, they're in between. You know, it's like an asshole. They're between two cheeks. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and on that note. On that note, shout out to Lebanon. <laughs> <laughs>